Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hey hello everybody dds welcome to the program uh the program's name is never not funny i'm the host of the program my name is jimmy pardo we got a lot of names and recognition going on today i recognize the show (laughs) i recognize my own name so i'm uh doing okay today uh we welcome you in episode 26 well let's have some fun here 11 oh no 12 Nope. 13. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Tw- yeah, right. Because 20, I did a whole rush riff last week that uh, fell on deaf ears. Um, <laughs> so 26, 13. What, Matt? I also, because I stepped on it as I'm doing now. <laughs> I That's ste- the second time you've stepped on my terrific rush riff. Well, every time you this say rush, rush, I feel the need to jump in and stop you from uh, protect you from yourself, really. Uh, well, I appreciate uh, you looking out for me. Uh, remember me when I'm 79 years old and I can't, uh, you know, uh, take out my cock and piss on my own. Uh, <laughs> welcome. And I, I hope it, I hope that's not until I'm in my 80s, by the way. I hope I don't have to uh, be that uh, person. I'm going to uh, close this out here and uh continue talking to you guys uh welcome in happy memorial day we are recording this memorial day because Mm -hmm. holidays don't exist anymore (laughs) today is just another day uh ordinarily we would take today off record on a tuesday but that's uh what's the difference man what's the difference if we record today or tomorrow no difference in this quarantine dayless uh existence that we're in what day are we in is anybody counting from march 13th anybody oh boy Counting how many days is that? Uh, you got a calendar and new hair. Why don't you? Uh, six, 69 days. Up to, yeah, that can't be true, is it? Up top, my I brother. Don't, I don't know. It's got to be closer uh, to uh, March to April to May. Twenty. I'm going to say, hang on. Now that's 60, seventy-three days. Seventy-three days. Now, when did we? And I know we we started talking about this once, and we got distracted by it. But we did the episodes with Matt Bronger and. Um, Tony Thaxton. Uh, Dave Holmes, right? Oh, Dave Holmes, was, right. Yep. And mm-hmm. then the next week was Andrea Savage and Matt and Tony and Thaxton. Tony Thaxton, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the last time we were in the studio. Was the is that the Andrea Savage? Two? I believe that's true. I think that's true. So what day did we record those? Because that'll be that's our own personal. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Well, that would have been uh, the March. Oh, I could look that up. I got that on my. You know what? I had, that's something I have on my computer, guys. I I can look stuff up, guys. Now, oh, we can all look up stuff, and then we're not. That's in, true. Not at all, no one's present in the moment. Uh, well, <laughs> I can continue talking. I've got the ability to do two. Th- okay, so Bronger was recorded on three sixteen, Savage three twenty three. So there it is. Oh, and that was Chris Regan. Chris Regan with Andrew Savage. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then uh, oh rich summer and tony thaxton wait were those also in the studio that was those were also in the studio yeah i think that's true it was march 30th. no no that can't mark maron was our first one in the uh at home nah. mm, no that doesn't not. sound right at all to me not at all to me all right hold on it must have been i don't know though our memories are getting fuzzier and fuzzier. Yeah. Well, let's call it 323 for the Never Not Funny because I there's no way that Mark Marin was our first. We did Rich Summer from the, uh, how is it? Although I remember giving Rich the option, do you want to come in? Maybe that's the one that we thought about going in, but then we didn't. Oh, I could figure this out by just looking at the files on my computer because... Take it, a look. If I have the your garage band files from that episode, then that'll prove that... All right, we were definitely in the studio for 2605 Rich Summer. We were in the studio, huh? 100%. I'm looking at the video 30? right now. Uh, that was released April 1st, so... Well, Elliot, just so you know, we're using virtual backgrounds, so it looks like I'm in the studio even when I'm not, so keep that in mind when you're looking at your phone. Sure, really good sure. But I can tell the difference. Right, but I want you to know that I'm, like, right now, I'm not in the studio. Oh, I'm wait, you're not? I thought, no, I thought I, you I'm were there with home. Matt. No, 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 oh. Matt's at the studio. I'm at my house. Oh. Oh, I'm not in the studio either. No. Uh, although, as I've said, uh, this is I think this is my way of doing the old joke of uh, the band's breaking up, but we're really just trying to get rid of one or two people. I think uh, <laughs> this is my way of going uh, full Mike Schmidt. I'm eventually just going to one by one start telling you guys uh, different times and start recording this on my own. Yeah. And, uh, well, and you, you have learned a lot about for me. the technology. You're 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 th- probably two thirds of the way of being able to do it by yourself. Well, listen, I've already got a connection with that Art 19. I'm going to talk to them privately about it. And mm-hmm. um, uh, it's really just a way to, uh, to get more advertising money so that I don't have to split it with anybody. And, um, uh, and of course, the profit sharing, that's going to end. And, um, uh, and, and so are the profits, I think. Uh, so <laughs> a lot's going to go downhill with this new concept. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of concepts, uh, once again, I'd like to thank everybody uh, for subscribing to the Platinum level. Uh, the various levels, uh, of course, you can go five, 10 or 20 bucks a month at uh, the $20 level. Uh, you have the option of calling into the show at some point or having a live personal phone Zoom call with me. You did another big batch over the weekend. And uh, I know I'm a broken record, man, but we got the greatest fans in the world. And uh, I thank everybody for the nice conversation and uh, and a nice connection to uh, with the human life outside of my house and and these three knuckles. Uh, I'm calling you guys knuckles. That's short for knucklehead. Oh, I uh, as opposed to my three knuckles that uh, you can't see right now because they're up my ass. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fisting myself right now just to entertain myself during this dull rant. Well, you got to do something, right? Is that two knuckles on one finger and one on another, or what? How did you get yeah, three? I, I, well, I, I go this way. I go. I go this way, and then oh, the, I pink, see. the two the two pinky go in easily, and then really just that top one oh, of, oh. The, of the ring finger can get in there. So I thought you were saying the other way around because the pinky's shorter, so you get this one yeah, this one that one well that way i mean that, that, that would make sense but uh yeah actually that would make more sense yeah my apologies but you know what i don't know what's up there right now you can't, can't see it, it. Yeah, yeah, i know it's it. i know it's not this hand that much i can <laughs> yeah. tell you yeah uh but where's the other hand you don't know what it's doing uh anyway thank you guys for all the nice phone calls and uh, and all of that i got some more planned for uh, this week so if you've not signed up yet please do that matt sent out a survey and uh so uh you know let's go get your ducks in a row here i'm sick of the bullshit i'm sick of sending the same people yeah emails over and over i know there's a it seems like there's a couple of people who don't get don't receive emails from podcast at gmail.com we use a thing called send grid to send those emails out but they still come from the podcast at gmail.com email address and so i i don't 100 understand why some of those are are 
I don't know if they're being blocked completely or just going to spam or whatever, but if, if you know of a way or if you have a way of putting that email address, podcast at gmail.com on some sort of a white list in your email settings so that it, so that you receive our emails, I think it would be helpful for it's you. It's very helpful for all levels because uh, we also send out emails from time to time about, hey, we're doing a live stream. We're doing this. We're doing that. We're doing the other thing. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be good to have that. I will say this, that I, I am part of, uh, I, I read a newspaper, very popular, New York Times. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it's exclusive. You, anybody could read it, I think. Uh, but I get, uh, every morning I get the daily briefing or whatever they call it, email, yeah. uh, where they kind of just hit the highlights of the headlines of the day before. Some days it goes to spam. Some days it goes to my inbox. So weird. Uh, it's bizarre that uh, it doesn't know where it wants to go yeah. uh, yet. I'm getting. Hey, are you guys uh, going to let me take a breath? Because apparently I'm not going to let myself do that. Um, <laughs> are you guys? Um, I'm getting. You know, I never received messages like this. That the hey, I'm a prince and I'm looking to share my wealth, or hey, I'm a woman who uh, needs uh, help with uh, you know blah blah blah. I never received those. Uh, until like the last month and all of a sudden i'm getting them like crazy and my spam it's going right to spam of course but mm-hmm. uh i gotta look at my spam now because i'm getting that's where my podcast uh, messages go as well as um the um well jimmy that I, I, New York Times. As, as i said please please update your settings yeah all my podcast stuff goes there i got a i got a message apparently mike schmidt's not with the show anymore <laughs> is that what's happening i don't he has uh, he, yes he has started his own show i see yeah he's okay he's doing great well, I, I just read the email so uh mm. boy i guess uh hmm. we'll see how it goes yeah. good luck guys <laughs> um, did, did we send an email out about that i'm i don't think we did no no we just had an awkward uh, 60th episode that's, that's right uh, that's how we handled that yeah and uh uh, I took 100% of the blame as I always seem to do on things. Now, listen, anyway, to answer I, your question from three yeah. topics ago, no, I am not getting emails from a Nigerian <laughs> prince. I've gotten a couple of them, actually. You have, Garen? Yeah. Hey, Garen, I noticed you're enjoying a delicious beverage there. What kind of drink do you have? Uh, Jimmy, I have a Celsius Live Fit. Today, I have a sparkling Fuji Apple Pear. You know what, Garen? Today, I'm enjoying a delicious Celsius Peach Vibe. Uh, and these are courteous of, uh, they are not a sponsor. But uh, Celsius has sent us, based on our last two uh, the episodes where we talked about them, they uh, have sent us some uh, sample packs to sample their uh, their delicious drinks. And I got I got to be honest, these things are fantastic. These are delicious. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I do not like sparkling water, but I love these. It's it's quite weird, hmm. but they're great. This this uh, Garen, I've tried the, like, we, We've talked in the past that you're a bad gay. Will you you will you lose your gay card for not liking sparkling water? Is that, is that, <laughs> is that you know what? I have been I have been given a verbal warning. Good. Uh, it was almost a written warning. <laughs> My card was almost revoked. Okay, but thanks. You guys to all Celsius, have a card, right? All you guy, all you gays, you get a card the, yeah, second, the, day, the day you come out. Yeah, of course it's pink. Yeah, for sure. What, what does the laminated? What, what's the progression from the verbal warning, written warning, and what else comes before the revoking of the the card? Matt, uh, what really happens is that the SAS level increases. <laughs> uh, it gets very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes there's a snap, but uh, <laughs> thankfully Celsius has saved me from that. Now I'm I'm, I'm on Good. the. Uh, a straight and narrow, as it were. Yeah. Is I, is there a, is there a Celsius flavor that can help you with your improv skills? Because <laughs> that was laborious. Uh, I like the use of sass. I like sass. Yeah, sass seems all right to me. And there was an implication of a of a Z Z formation of some sort. Well, that, that's just you remembering in living color. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. Um, 
I, I do have to ask this question. Uh, is 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 Celsius a uh, like an like an underhanded way to get us to go metric? Is that what this is? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's some uh, some European uh, son of a bitch trying to uh, get us on board. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm enjoying a sparkling uh, peach vibe that I did have the that uh, that uh, that Fuji apple that uh, Garen had the other day, and these uh, these things are terrific. Very very delicious. It's they're almost too good because I'm trying to like limit myself to, and I don't want to have like because you're almost supposed to have. Two max a day, they say. Oh, I would caffeine. I, yeah, I wouldn't. Even which have I don't want to even. Yeah, because it's basically it's, it's basically a monster drink as far as its amount of caffeine and guarine and all that kind of stuff, right? It. I don't know if it has the guarine in it as much as it's got the uh, Justin Guardini. He's got the. <laughs> yeah, he uh, comes out Guardini, of there and gives us a little high note. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Uh, I don't. Th- uh, yeah, it's got. Well, it's got the guarine, guarina extract. Is that what it is? I don't have my glasses on, and they're they're literally four inches from my hand, and I can't uh, I can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. To grab that. Um, yeah, I told Matt uh, this the other day. Um, I don't think I brought it up on the program. Uh, there's a trend going on in my neighborhood where um, uh, these uh, on Sundays these kids are using Obama Boulevard or is it Obama Street? What is it? I, I don't Boulevard. Boulevard. Obama Spinal Boulevard. It was Rodeo Drive. No, it was Rodeo Rodeo Road. Uh, Obama Boulevard. They're using it to drag race on on Sundays, um, and then the intersection uh, right near where, literally where we cross the street, uh, they they uh, people get gra- gather in a circle like a huge like hokey pokey style circle, uh, and then cars take turns going inside of there and doing donuts, and <laughs> uh, hmm. it's been happening the last three Sundays. And finally, yesterday, they smashed into a fucking building. So oh, uh, maybe that'll be the end of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's it's really loud and it's dangerous. And I don't know if anybody got hurt when they smashed into a building yesterday. But um, uh, I heard it here at the oh, house. Shit. I'm like, wow, wow, that's bizarre. Like, oh, well, fuck, there they are again. And it's you hear them revving their engines because they're assholes. And then they squeal their tires and they do their they ruin the road with the burning their rubber. And then. Uh, they smashed into the building. So uh, I, I hope at least that guy died. <laughs> I hope nobody else got hurt, but I hope that that guy in the car uh, is uh, can't get behind the wheel of a car for a while. So I, I, I know it's I know for you it's annoying, but I, I, like because you have to deal with it, it's near you. But I think if you step back a second, you'll realize those guys are really cool. <laughs> like that's a very cool thing to do and just you describing it get, gets me a little bit excited well then i will uh i, I will have you i'll alert you immediately to what it's happening and okay. uh, can you just uh, go out there with your uh, phone and uh, take a quick video just I, get in the circle just get right there in the circle yeah go up right to the edge of the circle and hold your phone out. i'm sure other oh, okay. people are filming it too but I, i'd like your you know what they they are and uh uh, stupidly and they're gonna they're all gonna get taken out like they're all yeah gonna, it's yeah. it's like russian roulette with cars like any one of right. them or five or six of them could just be murdered <laughs> in a second it's, i don't i don't understand it i mean i it's and they they um there is video of it online but the the guys tape up their license plates they cover their license plates so you can't uh sure see it um and uh and ellie you're part of the uh you're you're part of, i saw a post of yours on uh, next door yeah uh you and i are uh, so, for some reason part of the same next door group mm-hmm. and yeah. um Time you were move. reprimanding somebody uh, very well uh, uh, about i think it was about wearing a mask i believe is what you were yeah uh, i but i've been trying to balance because because 
even if you don't think that wearing a mask will make any difference because you don't have COVID or you don't have anybody vulnerable in your house or whatever it is, um, it's also a sign of solidarity of we're all doing this. And so that's kind of the position that I'm trying to take. It's like, it's probably going to turn out that, you know, 80 to 90% of us were not endangering anybody, but we don't know that now. And that's kind of what I've been pushing. Uh, but at the same time, if somebody's not wearing a mask, you can't really go and bug them and you shouldn't. It's not, it's, we're not, we're not the police. If somebody's doing something dangerous where they're having a party and they're kind of putting people at risk in that way, I think you can call the police on them. But the police even say, don't, don't tell somebody, hey, some stranger, hey, why aren't you wearing a mask? Because you, you have no idea. Around, you're talking about walking around the neighborhood? Walking around the neighborhood. Now, in my building, that's a different story. Because uh, I, will, I will tell people in my building. Yes, 100% agree. If you're in a place of business, put it on. Yeah. Uh, and we have vulnerable people in the building, too. We have at least one elderly person who actually has respiratory issues, and so she's extremely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we have other folks. Apartment. What's that? She's just staying in her apartment. Why do I get a fuck about a mask on? Because that woman can't get around. Stay, stay inside. There's TV. Watch your, watch your programs. Watch your stories. Just got to go to the doctor sometimes. Hey, house call. I'm sick of the bullshit now. I got to wear a mask because of this old bag? I got to tolerate that? Doesn't she have a Uber Docs? That's the new Uber product where you just you call up a doctor on Uber and they bring it just over. shows up. Doctor comes over, gives you a little uh, checkup. Yeah. I just bought my uh, I just bought my dad. Speaking of old people, I just bought my dad a uh, a simplified radio where it's designed so that he just presses a button and it changes the station for him. But somebody else programs it and then just has to press the button and just goes through the the memorized station. It's a whole industry of stuff for old people yeah. uh, who maybe can't figure out a phone. It's like, yeah, those cell phones. I love I don't I, I'm sure they still make them. But I remember like 10 years ago before the smartphone, they would have those like. The, cricket the, yeah oh, is that what it's called yeah cricket wireless that's the start that's where it began i believe mm. uh, okay Maybe. yeah it was just like a phone with three buttons on it and it was like home police <laughs> doctor whatever yeah um but uh i kind of love the idea of that kind of technology it just it would be i always thought it'd be funny to give your kids something like that and like i want a phone and you're like yeah here you go here you go <laughs> enjoy how it. do i text knock yourself nope. up buddy don't do it uh, so you, basically what you're describing, Elliot, is a car radio, but a portable yeah, car radio. Essentially. You preset uh, well, but, those stations. But but it, it also hides the dials of the thing. So, so, so it, like, there's a door that the mm-hmm. person who can operate it will do all the stuff. You close the door. But instead of having one button for each station, it actually just does, it's like on, and then you listen to the station. I don't like that station. You press a button, it just goes to the next one. Hmm. I see. How many so you stations have to scan you? through it if you need to. Uh, Matt, Matt of, is asking yeah. how many. How many stations? Yes. Matt is asking you how many stations. That's a good question. I think it's at least six, but I, I think it might be as many as you tune in. Well, that's I think a you can lot. Pro- Jimmy, well, well, I want to get all the way back to that first channel. I got to go through all nine? Well, I mean, here's the thing is that the person programming it uh, will say, hey, which stations do you like? And they'll put in the four or five or whatever. Jimmy, ask him how many he programmed in for his dad. Elliot, Matt is asking how many uh, uh, <laughs> stations you did pro- uh, program in for your father. Um, I was not allowed to program anything into it. I had delivered directly to the facility. J- Jimmy, ask him who programmed it then. Uh, I, Matt has a follow-up, a very mm. quick one. I, I assume a very quick one, but uh, based on uh, your uh, next door post, I don't know if that's possible. Uh, then who did program it? Why were you not allowed to? Why, why, why were you? That, by the way, that, that part about not being allowed to, 
That is uh, that is my question. My question okay. is why were you not allowed to? Uh, yeah, Jimmy, uh, tell j- tell him I didn't not I did not want to know the answer to that. So. Matt did not want to know that. He was asking the other question, and then I asked specifically the other thing. Uh, I'm also going to ask you to stop doing that dumb <laughs> "I'm in a courtroom" bit that you're doing. So so there's a lot of questions going on right now. Um, so to answer your question, Jimmy, wait, which, uh, which one was mine? I forget. Which your one question was the one. Why was I not allowed? Jimmy, ask yeah. him to answer my question first, because I asked it before you. OK, uh, I've been fair. asked uh, by Matt, if you could please answer the questions in the order they, uh, that you received them. Thank you. Very good. All right. Uh, so. Da, da, da. OK, um, so the first question was, who is programming it? They have a person who handles all of the televisions and radios and that sort of thing. They have a like a tech handy person. Does that answer my question at the same time? Like for some no. reason that that, that person oh. would be allowed to? Uh, well, I mean, it kind of does. The idea being that they don't want, they would rather have it packaged rather than my opening it up, futzing around it. Plus, I'm not in Arizona, so the stations, I'm not going to be able to tune them anyway. Right. Uh, now, let me ask you about are you opening it up and touching it. Is that COVID related or like yeah. six I mean, months ago, you could have you done it? I mean, yes, that's probably COVID related. I, I, I believe that's true. But I, I still think it wouldn't have really been that helpful because I'm not in Arizona. Right. I understand King Tut is in Arizona. He's got a condominium there. Oh. Hmm. I think it's made of stone. Could be wrong. Stona. That's exciting. That is exciting. Well, he's a king. Does he's he? Living right, he's living right there in the desert. Does he have his own radio station? Because I know a guy who's looking for stations to program. Uh, I believe he does. KTUT. Ah. And, uh, <laughs> listen to that it's got the same it's got that snake charmer song uh over and over don't even know if that's the same sort of uh uh person that would listen to that particular style of music I, by they... the way who would a snake i guess yeah i'm not sure my dad would listen to an egyptian oh i know your father wouldn't yeah i was, <laughs> was kind of one like because obviously he loves conservative talk radio oh yeah i thought you were gonna say that's why you couldn't program it because you would ref- you refuse to program those stations into it no if i program it it'll all be npr and let's see what he does yeah that that's the joke right is to uh stop uh to tell older folks that fox news doesn't exist anymore and mm. they finally it shut off. it down because they they lied so many times that the uh, fcc decided they weren't allowed they took their license yeah. away so oh, okay. and by the way the president says don't listen to him either so there's that so we're all in agreement well, today, it's terrible <laughs> yeah yesterday, yesterday he said that today he's back on board he uh, schools yeah. need to open guys yeah. as no, uh you know as schools are all now closing because summer's about to start but <laughs> right. let's open schools. <laughs> timing you doddering old idiot um uh by the way i'm wearing a new shirt i'm wearing a shirt that oh. is a uh it's the uh, sunshine boys um what's that band i mentioned last week uh mm-hmm. that I, I got their new album remember the, the dag from uh Poy dog pondering yeah yeah uh he was also in a band I, I apologize for not mentioning this last week uh anyway the sunshine boys because we're gonna talk about this i think either in the isolation files or the uh platinum show uh they got the uh, sunshine boys are a trio out of chicago and if you like power pop, if you like the smithereens, if you like the Jim Blossoms, if you like that sort of thing, this is a, this is a, a great new band. Uh, one of the members was in Poi Duck Pondering and also in a band called The Slugs. Do you guys remember The Slugs from the 90s? No. I did not know that uh, Dag was in The Slugs and uh, I can't pull the song, but you, you would know one song by theirs that uh, they got a, a fair amount of play. Let me pull it up. Uh, Hold on. And I, I liked them too at the time. I, I did not know. Uh, that I am now listening to uh, to a former slug. I guess maybe they're still together. Is slugs. it wishing to stop wishing? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um, why did it? 
do All right, that. Well, you look that up. I will comment on Garen's uh, sharp new haircut. Looks good, Garen. You dyed hey, that yourself? Uh, no, William helped me with it. Uh, William it. helped you with it, and and the reason for being is, uh, is is the Lost Boys anniversary <coughs> coming up. Is that why that? Uh... <laughs> uh, it might be. Yeah, we're coming up this summer. You know, uh, Elliot, how quickly can you support the Photoshop a poster of Rob Lowe behind him? <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't really tell. Uh, wait, Rob Lowe, wait, Rob Lowe in the Lost Boys? Rob Lowe. He's not in it, but his his uh, sweaty shirtless poster is. Oh, is that right? I don't remember. Yeah, that part one of yeah, the many that... hilarious, like semi subliminal, not really at all mm-hmm. subliminal. Joel Schumacher gay coded messages in that movie is that Corey Haim's room, his bedroom has a very sexy fo- uh, poster of Rob Lowe on the wall. Wow, I didn't. Uh... Oh, hang on, I'm all right. Everything's in my eyes. I just I oh. look directly into the light. And, no, don't, don't uh, do that. I'm, I guess I'm dying. Right, that's what that means. If you look directly, don't go. Light. Don't go into the light. Is it? Oh, this don't song? go into it. No, okay. Tangina taught us that. Uh, is this the Tangina song for? Uh, with my go ahead. Is this the song, Jimmy? This might be it, yeah. It's called Kingdom. Is that it? Why is it? Why does it sound like your station's wavering? It keeps hitting that button. That is not the one that I that I remember. All right, what about this one? This one's called Whatever. No, what the heck is it? The uh, let me go to the this one. They only have one album from '92, and then another one from 2000. Like that one, the first one, "Kingdom," is the one that's supposed to be the the song, the hit. Uh, uh, wishing you. Uh, oh yeah, wishing to stop wishing is the one I remember. Hmm. I like that guy's voice. Yeah, me too. I like this band. I like the Slugs. I like this Wait, Sunshine Boys. You is know Dag the singer? I don't know. I mean, Dag, I think Dag's the singer in Sunshine Boys because it's him and two women and it's a male voice singing unless, you know, uh, I don't know. I thought the Indigo Girls were a couple of dudes until about a month and a half ago. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's singing what anymore. So uh, when, 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 when you're in the title, when you're talking about Dag, you mean the, the David Allen Greer is the singer in this. David band. Allen Greer is the lead singer of the uh, band. That's mm-hmm. very exciting. Multifaceted, that guy. Yeah, uh, He's very talented. He's very. Boy, what happened to that guy? We haven't seen him in a while. He's probably due for a Tarantino. Well, he was in. He had his show last. Yeah, he was in something ago. recently. Last uh, year, yeah, with oh, uh, I, I Vicky Garrett. Lawrence and yeah. He oh, was, he did. He was You're like right. Those, like older people, and there's what was the hook? I forget. There's like a group of older, uh, like bank robber type people, right? Weren't they? No, uh, no, they were just in a, in a retirement community. Why did they I think the they cool were bank kids? Robbers. The cool. That's yeah. what it was called. The cool kids. It yeah. was actually. It was a cute show. I like all three of those people that were the stars. So it probably could have been better, but I like. Who was the third you person? Um, huh? uh, well, he's got that little guy, little Leslie. Uh, Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan. God, he's so funny. He'd be great on here, I think. See, right. says me. Uh, we don't take requests. Yeah, well, come on, man. You know the rules. <laughs> it's certainly not from you when you're doing that style. Just, <laughs> ran out of Celsius. Oh, you got to get yourself so, uh, another one. Only two a day. Remember that. Um, <laughs> we're, we've taken to watching uh, Win, Lose, or Draw here at the house. That's what, uh, what we've been watching on the YouTube. And. Um, uh, three hosts in the, uh, the time span that that was on for a little while. You had uh, Bert Convy at first, uh, then you had Vicky Lawrence, then you had Rob Weller, and uh, uh, all three of them. It, 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 that's another show that is just so. It's nothing but two couches and a piece of paper and a marker, and that's it. <laughs> and it works. And at what point? 
they're talking about uh, like Bert Convy said, Bert Reynolds was on the couch and he goes, now, Bert, would you guys play this at your house? Right. And he goes, yeah. And one time uh, I think it was Fred Astaire. One time Fred. Oh, it started because Fred Astaire hated it, it, They told the story. Fred Astaire hated playing charades. He hated playing charades. So they decided to come up with this idea of charades with paper. Huh. So huh. that's how win, lose, or draw started. And so Bert's telling the thing. He goes, so yeah, we're there. We're trying to play charades and Fred won't do it. And, and Betty White was also uh, on the panel for win, lose, or draw that day. And he goes, and, and he goes, Betty, you were there, right? And she goes, yeah, I was there. Yeah, Betty was there. And they're both like having a conversation like we're doing on a podcast, but on a game show yeah. and they left it all in and it's wonderful. Yeah. And that's, you know, you would never see that today. And I know I'm an old man that yells at the clouds. I get it. But <laughs> and the cars. Um, <laughs> And cars and, and cars. Uh, it's very dangerous. There he is. There's... <laughs> I think that is the poster. There you are, Garen. <laughs> he is beautiful, isn't he, Rob Lowe? Courtesy of Elliot. Nice work. Um, very nice. Hey, just so that I understand what happened. So, Elliot, you made that. You emailed it to Garen. And uh-huh. then Garen uploaded it while all while, while that always happened. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the positive side of being an old man. You're like you're angry at everything, but you're also just wildly impressed with technology. Surprised and delighted. Just wonderful. Isn't that <laughs> this nice? is the quarantine version of signing for a package while I'm telling a story. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, is that just wonderful? Um, anyway, you were neighbors. talking about win, lose, or draw. Uh, yeah. and anyway, Vicky Lawrence is, it's just so stinking loose. Like Vicky Lawrence at one point, this is funny. Vicky Lawrence, one the episode that we watched, um, uh, this guy was so, uh, this woman was so far ahead that there was no way really for her to lose. And so they come back and they go, okay, the score is like, uh, 14 to two. Uh, you know, we, we're going to play the final round, but, uh, I mean, it really looks like uh, Susan's going to be our winner or something like that. And then Susan shits the bed. And doesn't she gets one more point and the guy takes the lead. And the whole time you see like Vicky is like rooting for the woman because she knows that she's like, I th- she, and then she's like, I think I jinxed this. I jinxed this. And she apologizes at the end. I apologize. I never should have said that. Like all of this stuff that they would have cut out of an episode today mm. is all left in. Yeah. And at the very end, she, like they're saying goodbye. She's like, I'm so sorry. Like She's still saying I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, it was uh, it's a fun, nice. It's 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 it's. All those games, they're just relaxing, man. They're just soothing. Yeah, those were on, I feel like those, were those on the in the afternoon? I feel like I watched them after school. It Wasn't there a compete, was it just Pictionary? There was like a competing drawing game show. And it might Well, eventually there was Pictionary. There was Pictionary, yeah. But, but, but I don't know if But it was even that. around the same time as Win, Loser, Draw, I feel like there was another same premise uh, game show. I It must have come later because that was like this crazy thing that everybody was... Uh, Although somebody's going to point out, well, actually in 1962, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. you know, get John Ritchie on the blower, have him make me look the fool. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be able well, to tell Vicky, you how many episodes. She was on Match Game for a long time, right? Wasn't she one of the main? She was on like, the, the, daytime, the 90s it, version of Yeah, that's Match the one Game. that I watched more than anything because that's what I was. Was, was that with Ross Schaefer or Michael Berger? One of the ones. The, Michael Berger. The Michael Berger. Michael, yeah. Oh, Michael Berger's a good, go, a good game show host. He's a yeah. very talented. As was that, Ross Schaefer. They're all good. I don't know if I ever saw the Schaefer one. Uh, they ruined the game. The, the, those are the years where the game just sucks. Yeah, then uh, I must not have watched it. Yeah. It does look like Pictionary may have overlapped with Win, Lose, or Draw because if I'm reading this right, uh, Win, Lose, or Draw went to 1990 and then maybe 92 on the Disney Channel. 
Pictionary Channel would be that'd be Teen uh, Win Lose Draw, I believe, hosted by Mark Skippy Price. Oh yeah, um, I believe. It looks like Pictionary had one season in '89, and maybe I don't know. This is this is looking a little. Uh, but Win Lose looking a little shifty. '84. I don't know. I bet it was I'm like, showing. I bet it was '88 or something. I'm showing '87. Yeah. But I, I could be wrong because because the Pictionary thing. Uh, this entry in IMDb is not, uh, this doesn't look reliable. I'm willing to bet the success of Win, Lose, or Draw then made some other producers, you know, right. you know, do, do Pictionary and It and went 87 to 2014. Win, Lose, or Draw did? Did it, did it go straight through, though? Because no, it looks no like there's a no. gap. No, I think they tried to bring it back. By the yeah. way, the gap, you could take advantage of. They're doing curbside uh, mm. deliveries now. If you want to get yourself a pair of jeans to wear from one room to the next, now's your time to get a pair of uh, jeans. <laughs> yes, I got Karen? some stuff from Gap Factory. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Where are you going? Where are you going? Exactly. You know what? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's my, uh, that's my whole argument with the protesting. I got to get my <clears throat> nails and hair done. Where? To go to the, uh, the, the bedroom? What do you need to get this done for? Relax. I, I, I've been thinking about that a little bit. I think there is a small segment of the population for whom they have been brought up so, and it's mostly women, they've been brought up so strictly that they if, that they have to present themselves in a certain way and they mm. can't do their hair themselves. Like, imagine uh, a 65-year-old woman who every week of her life she's gone into the right. salon, she's gotten her hair done, her hair isn't what it used to be, so she's already a little uh, self-conscious about it. And now she's got to do it herself and her roots are growing up. Everybody's going to know she's gray and she's freaking out because you're not supposed to be old. Um, All right. Uh, you know what, uh, Elliot? Uh, you talked me into leaving next door because I never want to read another one of your fucking posts. <laughs> um, hey, Matt, is our guest in the waiting room? Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a break. Um, uh, Nikki Glazer is going to be joining us. Uh, haven't uh, haven't seen Nikki on the program in a while and uh, glad to uh, have her joining us. And uh, we'll do that. Uh, Can I mention here, her? Of course, well, Elliot's here. Go ahead, Matt. Real quick. Uh, I wanted to get back to it when you were talking uh, show related uh, stuff. Uh, Thursday for, for people in Primo Plus and uh, I mean, sorry, Platinum Plus and Platinum Primo subscribers, uh, we are doing our monthly live stream uh, this Thursday. So if you're hearing this episode the day roughly it came out, then uh, tune night, in. It could be. But it'll be. Yeah, we're going to do it at night so that more people can join in. Um, so is that 7 p.m. Pacific time, Matt? 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, that's 10 p.m. Eastern and uh, nine central. And then that's uh, going to be that all be available as a isolation files episode after the fact. But then we should also mention uh, it's taking us slightly longer than than we wanted it to. But we are finally going to do for just the Platinum Primo folks. Uh, they get once every three months. They get a uh, a live stream with just us uh, playing games with them. And so we're doing that on June 18th. Is that right? June 18th. That's a Thursday as well. And um, that'll also be in the uh, evening. It'll be in the evening and, and, and more details to come on that. I think yeah. we still have to do a little bit of the legwork on what uh, we're going to settle on yep. uh, as far as games go. But that'll be the day. So get ready for that and uh, get ready for this. Right. Is that anything? Any other business, Matt, before we go? No, that was it. I just wanted to, to let people know that those those things were happening and uh, we will. Uh, we're always going to be sending out emails uh, whenever there's a live stream happening for, to the people who have access to it. But uh, once again, that's if you aren't getting the emails from podcast at gmail.com, that's a good reason to figure it out so that you can be notified of those things and tune in because uh, 
it's they've been fun so far the the ones we've done every month have been really fun and uh, uh a lot of people have joined but uh, we want to make sure everybody who uh, wants to can be there and watch it live and as a reminder, if you are just enjoying us in the free feed, we welcome you. We we love that you uh, that you listen to our program. But uh, you could always uh, go to nevernotfunny dot com and join and uh, uh, be part of all the extra nonsense that we're doing. We're trying to uh, uh, entertain you during this quarantine, and it may or may not continue. We'll take a break. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earning, earning. E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let's let's go with your premise. Mm -hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're mis- <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do we, we got? What, we got a hat, shirts, we got a, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy. All because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our Platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. It's super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. And That's I. True. Uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why is that a thing? <laughs> well, if, if it's if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash P-A-R-D-O. Shopify.com slash pardo. Shopify. Cha-ching. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the... Pro- Did you hear that, Elliot? 
Nope. Welcome back to the program. Uh, uh, episode, uh, I know you already told me, 2613. Mm-hmm. Uh, there we go. Lucky 13. Ah, there's not a 13th floor on this podcast, I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> skips right over to the 14th. Nikki Glazer is joining us, I believe, from St. Louis, Missouri. And yes. uh, we're thrilled that she's joining. I'll come on in. She's there with a pound. I don't know why I'm doing the... <laughs> Southern Cajun John guy. Morgan. Uh, we're going now. We're going to get down, get yourself in Creole in St. Louis. Go down there. We you watch it. those Red Buds play. <laughs> right, you got that Mike McGuire. He used to be there. Now you got Paul Goldschmidt at the first base. Man in the bag. All right. <laughs> Nikki Glazer is here. Nikki, of course, is taking time away from whatever she's doing in St. Louis. Uh, probably getting that. Hey, what's the Nikki, what's the name of that famous uh, pizza place that... Um, Emos. That is, it's Emos. I can get that delivered if I want to, but it's like $39 a pizza or something stupid like that. Wait, you can get it delivered to you? Yeah, I get an Uber guy and I give him money and he delivers it. It doesn't, that's actually it doesn't a really that's that's a deal. hot. Thirty nine is cheap for that. <laughs> yeah, it, did, it it actually sounds about right. Like if Amazon could work out a deal where they deliver neighborhood pizza to you across the country it seems like they could get it down to 40 bucks based on like just the labor just paying everyone nothing along the way but that's uh, the future well, <laughs> that, well let's hope that future happens now because i want some of the emos pizza. <laughs> you don't want emos though it's the pizza that everyone trashes i mean st louis food is famously just like um mocked and made fun of because it's like a cracker crust and then they have this provel cheese that's a mix of provolone and mozzarella and it's just goopy and gooey. I used to work there in high school at the, oh. the pizza place, but it's an acquired taste and it's not very good. It's fine. It's like, you know, you can't, pizza is pizza. It's good if it's bad. Well, this is bad. And so it's, it's good. I, uh, I remember going there after a couple of shows at Catch a Rising Star at Union Station. And, oh, um, we, I remember Pete Schwab and I loved it. We were like, oh, we got to come good. here every okay, night. This is we... the first I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I usually just have to shit on it before other people do just to be like, I know it's terrible. Um, by the way, cut to Pete Schwab says uh, it wasn't uh, emos. It was blah, blah, blah. So yeah, maybe I exactly. don't know where I was. Pizzeria uh, Uno. <laughs> but there is a uh, there's a company and again, not a sponsor. I think it's called Goldbelly uh, mm-hmm. that you could order uh various uh local uh foods from like you can get some pizzas from uh, minneapolis or uh i think there's one i think peace out of chicago is doing it uh mm-hmm. rick nielsen's joint might be part of it and emos but you got to buy three pizzas at a shot so like you got to mm-hmm. buy you got to spend 99 dollars or Ugh. something like that to have three pizzas delivered and I just can't rationalize uh, dropping a hundred bucks on pizzas. And yeah. you got to make it. You got to cook it. The best part about getting pizzas is you don't have to do anything and they just bring it to your table. Isn't that kind right? of one of the best, why it tastes so good, a part of it? Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. But I will say at least it's not ridiculous because I was like, there's no way you're going to put a pizza in one of those hot bags and get it from St. Louis to California. No, but you could. <laughs> you could. I think Lear- you could. Why, Learjet? Why? You could. Yeah. 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 Learjet. <laughs> i feel like uh, it's a thing that probably like r- really really rich people do anyway they just hire a private jet because they like i think that's oh. a thing that already happens um like i couldn't i bet i'm gonna see it in the michael jordan documentary that i haven't finished yet uh how far into that are you nikki oh my god i'm six episodes in it's all i want oh, me too about. me sorry too. to even bring it up i mean i mean i'm at the exact same place you are right now no way yeah that's cool. We're very far behind. I know the, we are. The yeah. series finished a while ago, <laughs> yeah. but I do understand the idea of wanting to savor it and how bummed everyone was when the last two episodes aired. I'm feeling that way of like, oh, it's almost over. Yeah. To me, I, just, I realize it's like it's just a 
for uh, it's so nostalgic because I you know that's was I was grew up during that era and I was like Michael Jordan was the reason I cared about sports I I didn't care about sports until I saw him and then I was like oh I like this this is cool yeah me neither I didn't care about sports until I watched this documentary I'm sold (laughs) I really just came around to it I'm obsessed now wait Matt you were one of those little boys with like holding out like can I get an autograph like were you (laughs) I never got to be one of those I I never got to see him play with the Bulls I did eventually see him play uh when he was on the Wizards uh I saw him play the Lakers once but um but yeah, I, I I would have been one of those kids if I could have gotten yeah. to go to the game. Yeah, I I uh, I had the I had a um, a Bulls starter parka. Remember those? Uh, like that was yes. my winter coat in, in high school. Is a the starter parka with the hood. And God, that uh, would be worth like a thousand bucks now. Yeah, and I had all the I, like I, I loved for them on eBay. Yes, <laughs> the Jordans. I, I like, bought an e- I bought a shirt on eBay of like the from '96 of like the championship because I'm just like I'm so into this right now. It's so obnoxious because I have nothing to contribute about any of this <laughs> if it hasn't been said in the documentary like that. But I just can't believe I lived during that time and I had no idea it was happening. My family is not a sports family. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just uh, like blowing my mind. Being yeah. from Chicago it was uh, you couldn't get away from it. It was uh, that's all anybody talked about. Uh, Do you remember the day he? Because qu- they said everyone remembers the day he quit. Do you remember where you were? Is that a thing that stands out to you? I think I was in the I don't give a shit room <laughs> of my house. I didn't. I I like. I obviously I watched the games and I was very. I enjoyed it, but I didn't. Um, I wasn't, uh, everybody else was obsessed with it. So I think I was being that dickhead that it was important for me to not care. Um, right. I think I, I think I played that game, but I do remember cause we talked about it just uh, last week. I remember I was on the road in Michigan at a rest at a truck stop when Pete Schwaba, uh, uh, came back from the uh, telephone and said, he's back. So I remember where I was oh, when he yeah. decided to come back, but I don't remember where I was when he decided to quit. Yeah. What about base? The baseball thing blew my mind because as a kid, this is all happening when I was too young and my parents didn't follow sports. So I just him going to play baseball seems like like such a joke. But to me, when watching it again, I'm like, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen anyone do. Mm. What did you? I, how do you guys I, feel oh, about it? Get out of there! You guys no, no, you <laughs> don't me, like it. To me, that's rich guy shipping pizza. Like it's it's oh. you know oh we're gonna let Mike do that. We'll sign into a contract. We'll let him do it and. uh well, it, to me, it was like, because as a fan of his, it was also the era when Bo Jackson played football and baseball right. and Deion yeah. Sanders played uh, football and baseball. And so at the time, I was like, oh, this this would be so amazing if he went to Major League Baseball and dominated th- that sport, too, yeah. at the way he did basketball. I was like kind of rooting for that to happen because I thought that would be a cool story. But then very quickly, it proved to not be in the cards for him so then it was just kind of a bummer that he wait you know like watching the thing now i realized like i i always thought i kind of believed that whole thing at the time that people were like oh he had to retire in 93 because of gambling debts and stuff but watching the thing and i know it's maybe heavily slanted or biased but i i do now kind of buy the idea that he was just so burned out and like and he was like the beatles of basketball like no one has, had ever experienced that level of intense scrutiny and fan insanity but it was all on him he was just one guy experiencing it so i get that he would be like i don't want to do this anymore it's miserable like i don't i don't want to live like this and 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 he he just really wanted that third championship and it was all about it truly 
bottled down to like all about winning and being the best. And once he's the best, he's just bored. Right. Yeah. And yeah, just seeing him alone in that hotel was made me feel like when we're on the road, you know, except yeah. like we can go downstairs and not get recognized. I mean, right. Be, not being able to leave, I, it really I can't, did. but I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain, you know, it, that would be, I guess that's the goal, but it does, see, you see it and you're like, that's truly miserable. I just thought he handled it really well, but I do think, um, I do think obviously I need to watch more because there's another side to it. I'm waiting to read all the controversy about it. it there's a lot of um, inaccuracies uh, yeah? that like I remember what? from uh the time well you know the one the, the glaring one is uh, that the 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 pizza story is not true at all uh one guy delivered the pizza it wasn't five guys delivering the pizza wait what's the and, i don't know oh, if i've got well, we we are there yet there yet that's episode there yet. seven clearly <laughs> okay so wait I, I won't say anything yet my, well did the fa- pizzas from emos get delivered cross <laughs> got, country yeah to, and it was five guys that brought them. Uh, it was, a, it was, was five. It? Guy, it was five guys' hamburgers, which was very strange because they don't make pizza. <laughs> Not even the same food. Uh, my favorite I can't part wait to of get the that's, um, <laughs> that's a good little spoiler coming up. There's going to be some kind of pizza story. Um, and you'll remember. You'll remember the story. Well, Nikki, you won't. But Matt, you'll remember when they start talking about it. You'll remember that incident. Okay. Uh, but the version that Michael Jordan and his team tell on this is 100 percent not accurate. Yeah. Uh, like not even. Well, maybe. No, no. It's 100 percent not accurate. There's um, there's also stuff e- even within the documentary. Horace Grant says, I didn't talk to the press. I wasn't the one who went to the press about uh, in the oh, that book. Yeah, the book, the Jordan rules. And and Jordan was like, oh, it was Horace Grant. And like other right. people are like, yeah, it was Horace Grant. And Horace Grant's just like, look, if they want to put it all on me, that's fine. Because he was friends with Sam Smith who wrote it. But he was like a lot of different people talked and uh, they just want a scapegoat. So I guess I'm the scapegoat. Yeah. Well, that's Horace, man. He did it. That's Horace for you. I mean, he's a nice guy. (laughs) No doubt in my mind. He's got loose lips. That's the problem with Grant. My favorite part, I have to try to get this in, is uh, on every episode they show this, but when, when not just Jordan, but anybody is walking off the court and down the tunnel after the game, that everybody leans over to get a high five. Not once has anybody fucking high-fived any of those guys hanging over. Not once. Yes. Right. And then there's the awkward because the guy doesn't want to look stupid for having, like a grown man is yes. trying to get a high-five from the 22-year-old basketball player. They don't high-five him. So then they condescendingly tap him on the back. Like, hey, still, good job though, guy. Yes. It's so fun. Every time oh. they would show that, it was like the most awkward thing. Like, why do you mean? You're so spot on. I bet I've been cringing. I haven't been able even able to articulate that feeling, but I feel it every time he walks through a crowd or there's people trying to get him and there's that awkwardness. I have to like look away from the screen. There was one where a security guard woman had her arms like around him like they were walking in prom court. And I was just like, oh, God, yeah. like just people trying to touch him. It's so weird. Yeah. It's weird. And, you know, and then, but on the flip side of it, it annoys the shit out of me. And I understand he's busy. <laughs> famous people are busy and people are asking for autographs. But I always feel like if it's a kid, at least look the kid in the eye. And yeah. there's many times where Michael Jordan literally is just keep, keeps walking and a little boy comes up. He grabs the thing and just hands it back to him like the kid's just fucking in his way. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, it's a kid, man. Uh, I understood kid. that. If you, But but that's the thing. These kids are being used as pawns yeah, for the pawns. parents. And he could see that. Because I feel like he was good with kids. I feel like there's enough footage to prove that he was like kind and like would pat them on the head and stuff. But 
Yeah, it's just the guys. You're right. The the old dudes looking for a high five, and oh. maybe he like hits it with the back of his hand casually, and they're like, "I'll never wash it again." <laughs> just wash so, your hand. But certainly yeah. not wash your hands, right? Twenty seconds, guys. Let's remember that. <laughs> Not a time to be high-fiving the guys in the tunnel. That's, uh, yeah, do not high-five your hero because you do have to wash your hands. Yeah. Right? Ow, oh, itchy back. I'll be all right, guys. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> it's not a symptom. It's <laughs> not a symptom. You're right. <laughs> itchy back is not a symptom. Anything I have, anytime I have anything, I'm like, it's not. that's not a COVID. It's, uh, <laughs> it is a, I'll tell you, it's a symptom of this green screen behind me. It, it, uh, the strap hits me right in the middle of my back and it drives oh, me no. bananas. You have a green screen behind you? Yeah, I'm not my. I'm not in the office. No way. That looks so good. Uh, first of all, I like that you just turned into an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> no way. No way. Uh, well, here, Nikki, I'll show you. Just. Uh, oh my I don't God. Like, I don't the like showing my on house. That picture is fantastic. But uh, see, there's the oh, green screen. Oh wow! I like. I really yeah. I I I don't know what to believe anymore. I really feel. <laughs> I really thought you were in. An, on, you went to the studio. This is uh, also Elliot a green screen, also... but look at how realistic no, it, it is. I can move this around. Whoa, look at Matt. You can move pieces of your green screen. I can pick up the skateboard. It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we've done a lot of planning. It took me it's seven hours difficult. to rig up that fake skateboard picture. <laughs> it was worth it. To be honest, that was cool. so cool. What yeah. you just did. <laughs> like Nikki, obviously you're using a background. Is there any way for you to take your own posters down from behind you? Or? <laughs> I know. Isn't that sad? They were, it's my dad's office. And I'm on enough things that I'm like, I should that have. Why not advertise? You I know, why not great. have something in the back? You know, it's kind of subtle. Look behind me. There's 5,000 of my heads. I oh, can't, yeah, that's uh, a good point. Can't judge it's, anybody. It's hard, though, because it's obviously I put those up that those up like it's just it's hard to look cool and still be like, casual about it. But, yeah, sometimes you just got to. By the way, I don't think it was obvious you put those. It was up. not at all obvious. On, it could have put it on your dad. It's my dad's office. Isn't it nice? Yeah. You could have said me? that. And I'm trying yeah. not to lie. So it, it was <laughs> me. I actually took down a, a signed poster of um, Barney Fife. What's his name? Don Knotts that my dad had oh, wow. up wow. for my own face. Uh, Nikki, here's a fun story that you could share with your father if you care to. Uh, I would love to. We were doing a live Never Not Funny at Flappers in Burbank. And I went on a, let's call it a seven minute riff about how bad Don Knotts was on Three's Company and <laughs> how he's a genius uh, comedic actor but on Three's Company he was horrible blah 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 and then some woman just goes hey and we go what he goes that's my dad <laughs> and Karen Knotts uh, was in the audience so there is, what are the freaking odds I, I pull it I, I, Don Knotts unnecessarily gets taken down in the middle of a show in 2017 <laughs> and Karen Knotts is in the audience so that's amazing. Uh, she was very nice about it and laughed. She knew that we were doing a comedy show. Thank Christ. I'm probably <laughs> grateful to, to hear of her dad mentioned. I bet that was like kind of a sweet moment. I think it was. And then she came up and uh, promoted her one-person show. So I think it was all <laughs> good for Karen Knotts. Classic Knotts. That's classic Knotts. <laughs> uh, all right, Nikki Glazer is here. But before we go any further, let me tell you guys what the trivia uh topic is for this week so remember to write down uh, anywhere between zero and 25 points hold on jimmy uh, i never know when to play this but we have a theme for the trivia game and i, I just, oh maybe now is when we should do it right okay play it now then all right i don't know which one uh a or b nikki say a or b b Your pants when you find out what the category is. Super 
All right. It's time for trivia to see if anybody can win any money out of the Jeremy Herbal trivia tin. T-tin. Uh, this week, and again, my son writes, uh, Nikki, my son writes the uh, the questions. Really? Um, I have been listening to this show, or when I first started listening, he was just born. And so that's so <laughs> cool and um, cute. Uh, he is, and he's going to come in a little bit. He's going to read the question for us, but I'm going to yes. give you the topic. Uh, it, uh, and I'm going to have him read it, Nikki, for this reason. Uh, my son's handwriting is his words, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, and even this one, like me, me reading the, the topic to you guys, uh, the category that we are in. Um, I wish it, the, the piece of paper is green, so I can't show it to you. Oh, right. Um, it's disappearing. But look it's at moving that. like Matt's background. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the letter. So the, so the first word is economics. And the letter E is about the size of the Willis Tower in Chicago. I updated that reference. <laughs> uh, so the, the letter E is, I'm, the letter E is I'm, uh, two inches tall. And then the C is barely on the page. Like that's how <laughs> bad this writing is. Uh, so it's economics slash finance. Oh, boy. That's our category this week. Mm-hmm. Economics slash okay. finance. Wait, Jimmy, how's your penmanship? Where is he getting this from? Well, mine is not great. It used to be pretty good until uh, we started using computers, and now my handwriting is atrocious. Right. Um, my wife uh, has uh, is only the second worst handwriting I've ever seen in my life, and that is <laughs> second to my son. Ah. <laughs> So, uh, but I can't, I, mine is so atrocious too at this point. Like I, again, yeah, I wish you I, do lose it if you don't use it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Use it or lose it. Right. <laughs> we Did haven't ever... used it. Have you tried to do cursive lately? Ugh. Uh, no, except for my name. I couldn't. Uh, yeah. Right. That's it. Although if you look at, uh, can you see the blue? Can blue show up? Yeah. Yeah. Right, look at that. Look at that. Ooh. I write in a combination of print and cursive within the same word like yeah I, that's yeah. pretty cool mm-hmm. yours is, is all cool? the same size i think it's pretty good you're being very uh, nice it's, it's be, legible being, at least you're, you're be, no, no it is not legible what can you I, read I, any I, of lung, lunges lungs that's doctor <laughs> lingos uh that's lunges and then it's a uh, hip extension this is all part of my uh, to stretches from my lower back which is going uh. through some problems at the moment mm. uh, did i ever tell you guys that i had a teacher say i had a learning disability because of my handwriting yeah wow. um second yeah, grade yeah we can't visit that again garen uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the, wait so wait they based on your handwriting and not your behavior she said, they based this uh, that, i think that was this is what memory yeah <laughs> you might be right because she said i'll never write without a computer wow wow yeah. It was we- jokes it- on you, bitch. Right? <laughs> I won't need to. <laughs> wow. She didn't know the future. Yeah. You did. You're going to have to be a millionaire in order to afford the computer you'll need to write. <laughs> uh, I had right. a dentist tell me I was autistic once. And what? It, I really did have it. It was before that word was even a thing that was you even heard about. And I was at the dentist. I was must have been like 10. And he put the lead vest on me to do the x-ray. And I was just trying to make conversation. I was just like, I love this. It feels so good. And he was like, yeah, a lot of autistic children respond to it that way. (laughs) And then he left the room. And I just remember being like, what is like I'm something. So I was like autistic, autistic. I was saying it over and over in my head. Like an autistic, like (laughs) just saying it like remember autistic. And I asked my mom about it and we never followed up on it. But I always then when it became like a a thing, I was like, oh, I think I I have that. Based on this one comment from a dentist. Yeah, just because I like a heavy blanket. But that doesn't mean they do like it. But that doesn't mean anything. 
but I, well, I could be on the spectrum somewhere. I have not been tested. I'm, I think, not, I'm not opposed to it. I think in a way we all are. I think agreed. Agreed. Everybody, the spectrum. Right? I mean, I got Spectrum. Matt, you're with Charter, right? Who's your cable? <laughs> My Charter. dad used to work for Charter. <laughs> they bought Spectrum, so it's all the same now. Oh, okay. That's great. Uh, maybe that's what your dentist was talking about. He was just talking about, uh, no, he didn't say Spectrum. He said autistic. <laughs> it almost doesn't work. It almost worked. But now, but now the heavy blanket is another thing, because now they sell those heavy blankets for people who have restless leg syndrome, I guess, or I don't know what it is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Someone bought me one of those, and it's such a terrible gift because it's like you just get an eighty-pound pack. <laughs> and I had a five-four walk-up at the time, and I was like, "Does this person hate me?" And it, and and then you like it's good for you if you are a I'm a stomach sleeper because I like to just have all the I just want to be smushed into myself, but and I can never sleep on my back because it's not enough weight. And so that if you're a stomach sleeper, you can sleep on your back now because hmm. you can hmm. smash yourself. But, oh, I see. But other than that, I just, I don't recommend them. You guys have never used one? Had it just one? seems like it would be too warm. Like, I don't want to be that hot. Yes, it is. Oh, it's I, too I, don't, much. I don't like the weights. The weight, uh, I tried one once because somebody recommended it. And I, I, I want to say I returned it within the same day. Like, I'd like, no thank yeah. you. Yeah. Not or me. just fold it up and use it for your CrossFit workouts. Yeah, just, uh, <laughs> I just carved it into a ladder. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, economics, finance, put your uh, your 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 points down. Uh, I got write them down. And uh, so, Nikki, before we uh, before I go around the horn here and check in with everybody, first I got to bring Oliver in to read the question. But Nikki, you are you mentioned you're in St. Louis. Uh, where where do you live now? Though are you still in New York with your radio show? Are you in L.A. with your radio show? And during this time, you're in St. Louis. What's going on? I and don't. More know. importantly, why the shit have I not been on your radio show? It's insulting. Um, well, it's because insulting. I, you've never been in New York City to be on it. So oh, okay, that's, very good. That's it. Because you, it just has to be in New York. And when I'm in L.A., I, I do it from seven to nine in the morning, and I feel so bad asking people, and I forget that it's something they'd even want to do. And it's no longer on. So like my contract oh. was up um, at the end of April, and so it's not. I'm not doing it anymore. Oh. I'm in St. Louis, living with my parents, and um, I have a place in New York. But my lease on my new place started March first, and I was in L.A. when it started, and then I was going to move to my new place and have it decorated and everything by March 15th. COVID happened. I got no decorations. I have an empty apartment in New York because uh, a year ago I Marie condoed my life and got rid of all my furniture and was like, let's just start new. I lived in a furnished apartment for a really long time. Finally decided to get a nice place and went away for it to be decorated. And now I'm in, and then I was already with my parents in St. or in LA when this all went down because my mom was going to be on the Kelly Clarkson show with me for a, a mother's day episode. So I was already with them and they were going back to St. Louis and New York looked scary. And I was like, I'll just go to St. Louis until this blows over. It hasn't blown over. I'm trying to get out of my lease. I'm moving out of New York because there's nothing there for me anymore because there's no clubs and no re restaurants and clubs. Is the only reason I was in New York. And now I'm just going to live in St. Louis and try to sell a reality show and then make my next move. Um, that's my plan. I'm just going to live here for the time being or go to L.A., but things don't seem open there either. I don't know what to do. Mm. What should I do, Jimmy? I would suggest staying in St. Louis and I wish you a lot of luck. Nikki Glazer, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what, yeah, I'm what, living what, at my parents in my childhood, but like we've lived here since I was in sixth grade. So it's pretty wow. wild, but it's it's not bad. I, I can't complain. I like that you're there. I mean, as a uh, like, I, I haven't seen my dad in ages. And so I, you know, and I don't know when I will see him. So I like yeah. that you're able to be there with them um during this weird time i think it's uh it's great and uh 
I uh, wish you a lot of luck on that reality show. That's really, uh, yeah. Really it's all, I mean, it's all I can to. do. It's like, there's uh, not all any of us could do, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, is I almost feel like I, you know, I feel like Jordan, you know, after he quit, like, <laughs> what am I going to do next? Do you think I'm you, just like, why not? I've always liked this thing. I like watching reality. I'll go do this. Yeah. Do you think you won three things? Is that why you, you're like Jordan? You think, yeah, you, I feel like, well, I, um, actually, I'm not even lying. I feel like I do feel sometimes like I've accomplished everything I want to besides hosting SNL and which I've kind of could let go. So there are times where I'm like, oh, all right, I did it. I did it. I achieved some stuff, but I like the money too much. And, and I like, cause I want to be able to take care of my like family and own mm -hmm. a bunker in, in the coming, <laughs> in the future. I'm really saving for a bunker. I'm not fucking around anymore. I don't want to go through this again and not be able to take care of everyone. So, I mean, th do you ever feel that way? Like, do you have goals that you're like, I can't stop until I get this? Or is there some time that you would stop? You're never going to stop. We're never going to stop. I'm never going to stop. Well, I know that sentence. I just stopped. Going to. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I'm with you at the end. And I've said this very many times on the show. I, at the end of the day, I think I've accomplished everything that like, that I like I've accomplished even more than I thought I would you know like it, like when I started doing this it's like well if I get on late night great if I get on the tonight show great like all of that yes. stuff happened you know I never had my own sitcom but I never really thought I would I was like I hope I host a game show one day I did that like I you know I'm not a household name and I'm not a millionaire but I if you check the boxes it's like you know what it's all kind of happened you know like yes so, you know I mean I wanted to continue I'm enjoying it thank Christ people enjoy this podcast but uh you know, I hear, I, but I don't disagree with you. Like, there's no reason to stop. I, I want to be able to take care of my family. And that's really all I give a shit about now. Yes. Yeah. And I don't have a family yet. I want one of those too. That's like, that's something I've kind of realized in quarantine. Like, oh, that'd be nice to have my own one of those. That That's where this like comes in handy. And yeah. I know the grass is greener. There are people, you know, uh, but being single and being, I'm turning 36 in quarantine, living with my parents. There's a little sadness about that of like, what have you been doing? But I've just been working my tail off. I haven't like uh, let anyone, uh, I have to like start dating. It's just so gross. Well, it's the perfect time for it. Get out there. <sighs> I know. <laughs> it actually is. I'm like, you can't touch me. Get away. Like there's <laughs> right? no intimacy that I can have right now. <laughs> you hey, have to I was stay six feet away. I was thinking about this yesterday because I, I, I went to uh, pick up some food and I saw two uh, two young people just talking out, out in, and I, I think they were both just waiting for food or whatever the yeah. two of them and i was wondering is this is there there's got to be something online where you would say i've been tested uh, and i'm negative are you also negative let's get together and fuck like is that yeah. something that's happening i don't think so and i don't think until they're like trustworthy testing and a lot of testing that that can happen but i mean I think people are just going for it. I haven't yet, but I, if I really wanted to, I probably could like convince myself that it's okay, you know? Mm -hmm. But I know people are sneaking around. Uh, Chelsea Peretti had a really good tweet that I always reference about this, where she goes, my single friends really know how to put the D in social distancing. <laughs> it's like, they're all, and then it made me realize like, oh my God, single people are out there fucking, I'm not. Yeah. But I'm not because I live with my parents. If I was living on my own, I'd probably risk it a little bit more. You would, Jesus. I think so. I'm, I'm, 
you know, if you get horny enough or you just, you just not, maybe that I wouldn't risk. I don't know. I'm just saying that I can understand a world. If I was a teenager sneaking around, I was in high school and my parents said, and I, I probably be sneaking out. I, I can't imagine they're not. I hope they're not. I hope they're not too. I, but uh, it just seems, first, guys. yeah, it's, it it's, I like, I've been going, I went on a, like a date the other night and I had to ask my parents if I could go on it, which, you know, I never thought that would be something that I'd have to get permission from them. And then when I'm there, it's like, he was like, can I hug you? And I'm like, no, no. like that's the problem. You go out. I went to a barbecue yesterday. That was supposed to be a socially distant barbecue. No one's wearing masks. Um, no one's keeping six feet. They're shaking hands. And my sister and I went in like steeled and ready to like have good boundaries and put our foot down if things weren't right. And we just got sucked into shaking these people's hands because you don't want to be rude. It's like, right. it's this weird, weird peer pressure where you don't want to look stupid. And so I'm now just not going out anymore. I, Cause like you can't trust it out there. People aren't taking it seriously. I uh, 100% my neighbor was being uh, and he was just being uh, nice. We, he went to shake my hand and, and I was like, you know what? I'll give you a fist pump. I'm not guy. And, and he's like, no, no, I, I'm good. I'm like, hmm, yeah. I don't, I don't want to do that. I know yeah. people, even the the grocery store, you just expect that when people go out, everyone's going to adhere to the rules, but they just, if they're out, most likely they're not. And that's why they're out. Yeah. And so I, I just don't want to go out anymore. Well, then stay close. You got mom and dad there and uh, you got Greg Warren nearby. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can go on a social uh, distance long walk with him. I don't know why I haven't reached out to him. Yeah, I need friends. We were uh, we were just talking about Greg Warren. Greg Warren's been on the show, but it was years ago. He's been on this program, but uh, we were talking about him yesterday because of his uh, uh, his impression of J.P. Madison. Did, did you know J.P. Nikki? No, he's the he's the guy that Greg based his flute man character on. Because, oh, yeah. <laughs> You're a flute man, right, Greg? <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, and Lisa Grigsby show sure ain't going to have that. Oh, my God. Um, all right, let me bring uh, young Oliver in here to read the question. Then we'll go around the horn. We'll check in with everybody. Uh, let me hang on. Young Oliver. Oliver Griffin. Quickly now, son. Father needs you. <laughs> uh, here, take the, take your piece. Take, take, uh, there we go. This is my friend, Nikki. Uh, you, might, you met her when you were young. Very, Hi, very Oliver. Young. But put your earpiece in so you can hear. There he is. And, and squeeze in. Uh, Hello. Uh, all right. So listen. Uh, let's uh, let's agree that that E is humongous and that C is barely on the paper. Yes. Is that something we could agree on? Yep. But then fine. That looks very nice. Uh, all right. So I'm going to have you read this because uh, uh, your words, not mine. Your handwriting is atrocious. They're terrible. Uh, Oliver uh, is uh, going to read it here. I thought I was going to say something else and I didn't. Uh, okay. Here we go. Um, as a reminder, I wish I could show you guys this uh, because it's green. Uh, on the size of the post-it, we know what the post-it is. Yeah. Uh, he might have used exactly one-eighth of the paper. Uh, so uh, <laughs> you've, ne you've never seen handwriting this tiny in your entire life. Uh, all right, here we go. Well, last time you said it was too large, and I had to use two post-its. So I, I am overcompensated. And <laughs> regulate. Regulate. Well, do you know it's not a long sentence? You can go a little bit bigger. If it's a longer sentence, then go tinier. Can you even read that? Yeah. Um, I think some letters are like so small, it looks like ink just bled a little bit on the um, post-it. But here we go. All right. Uh, economics and finance. What game, on average, makes up 85% of casino revenues? What game? 
What game in casinos may, on average, makes up 85% of its revenue? All right, so what game in a casino makes up 85% of its revenue? Is that what you said? Yes. Um, all right. Great question. Thank you. Bye, Oliver. Yeah. Okay. That is... Come on, man. Get out of here. Daddy's doing Daddy's working. Oh. Um, all right, so huh. uh, write down your answers. What game makes... Uh, was 85. 80? That's almost that's almost 100%, Nikki. There's only 50% that uh, everything else is the 15%. Wow. Hmm. God, I have like at least three things I want to guess, but... Yeah, I know. Me too. That's rough, man. I've, and I've been to a casino, so I should, uh, I should have a pretty good idea. <laughs> oh, so you, you, you've researched this. I've I've given uh, I there the, there was one week in uh, Vegas that I gave over one hundred percent of my pay back to the casino. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, so uh, eighty five yeah eighty five percent of that where did it go that weekend? It was uh, yeah, you know what totally. that week it went to because I was working with Drew Hastings, yeah. and Drew was trying to teach me craps and. Um, even even though and I begged him, I said, Drew, talk to me like I'm a moron, and he did. Because first of all, Drew Drew talks to everybody like he's a moron, uh, like the person. And he explained craps to me, and I still yeah. didn't understand it. So I just kept betting what he was betting, and uh, we both lost all of our money. So oh, um, okay, yeah, I was not. Uh, boy, that was horrible, and that was all on the first night. I want to say what so club? I think, that was the Improv at Harris. Oh. And I spent the rest of the week trying to just get that money back. I didn't want to even win. I just wanted to end up breaking even, and I didn't. I just kept going uh, deeper and deeper. And, oh, it's fucking horrible. And it was at a time where I could not afford to lose any money. Yeah, that's the dangerous thing. After that, did you make a rule for yourself, like only this amount? Like, how did you stop from doing No, that not again? after that Just one, never Nikki. work with Drew again. Uh, well, that, uh, <laughs> That's always a good rule. Of people, uh, <laughs> uh, it was. It took me another three or four times of working Vegas before I was like, I gotta set some some rules down here. Right. This is stupid. Um, but you're there. You're bored. You're there six, seven days, and you're bored out of your I mind. Know. And you know, eventually, I, I I stopped gambling altogether when I went there because I, I finally had some self uh, discipline, but uh, self control. A little Laura Branigan. Yeah, it sounded uh, like you pulled a real Jordan and just noticed that it wasn't yeah. working out for you. Yeah. And. It, has, it's not, it didn't affect your life that negatively, but, you know, w you had control I, over it. I want you to watch one other documentary to <laughs> reference something else. Oh, wait. I, this whole time, we haven't been oh, doing yeah. this. What, That's true. Why, how would we not do this? Uh, here's a new one, guys. This is brand new. Oh, here we go. I think you're going to like it. Documentaries. Documentaries. <laughs> there you go. Nice. And who, and who is that one from, Matt? Who uh, That's from Charlie Milliken. Thank who, you, Charlie. Who's uh, I think he's sent us a couple other ones. Let me see if I can figure out um, some other Milliken joints in the past. Uh, uh, oh, now I don't see them. I, I swear to God. He's a pretty good singer-songwriter, by the way, Charlie. <laughs> you like Charlie Milliken? Uh, yeah, he's, really, like, he's good. You're a fan. He's talented. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good guy. All right. Uh, well, thank you, Charlie. Thank everybody for sending stuff in. But uh, this moment, we're talking about Charlie. Uh, <laughs> so I thank him. Uh, all right, let me check in with Garrett Cockerell. He's got that brand new head of hair of his. It's uh, got uh, some color to it, right? What color are we looking at there, Garen? Uh It's a little pinkish. Mm. Yeah. It's cool. And, it, but, and very tight on the sides, right? Yeah, it's high and tight, Jimmy. That a boy. Like did a that yourself? Uh, no, my roommate did it. Oh, nice. Uh, well, it looks good. Garen, can you do? Can, I apologize for making you a, a prop. Can you take your headphones off so we can see the uh, 
the full uh, Monty, as they say. I can't hear anything you're saying now, Jimmy. Perfect. It's funny. It doesn't. It just looks nice. blonde on camera. I know. He yeah, it does, it. but it has some purpley pink in it. I yeah. can see. Yeah. I, I like yeah. that. It looks good. The purpley good pink job. almost looks like it's a like a filter on the uh, on the light more than <laughs> right. it is actually on his hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it that a looks subtle, great, Garen? Is it a subtle pink in person, or is it like because uh, it, it, it just looks? I was just it's, saying it's blondish to us. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, and you know what? No, you can tell it's it's definitely got a hint right. to it. So, are you making a statement with it, like Rodman, perhaps? Did? <laughs> oh my God, oh, Mickey! Turn off the his... documentary for five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> talk to your parents. Do something. <laughs> what would you be able to talk about if you didn't watch this documentary? Is it anything like like Scotty Pippen, good old number thirty three? No, but you guys talking about that documentary made me remember that I actually went to a game. One basketball, one NBA game. You saw the Bulls and Pistons? I'm 90% sure it was the Bulls and the Pistons. No. Yeah, and I just just texted my dad to see if he remembers who it was because it was me and him who went. Oh, uh, and gosh, I figured it would mean more so to him. dirty back in the day. Shut right. up, Nikki. I'm not kidding. You just they got were up, the original bad boys, which then became the New York Knicks in later years. But originally, if you man, <laughs> they are organized a whole defense system against just Jordan and it nearly broke him. You are not an expert. You've watched, <laughs> you've watched six hours of something. You don't know anything about your. I'm just filling people in who might not know a lot about, um, you know, the NBA. Well, like uh, I do. Yeah, fun, you know who uh, that person is? You. You don't know anything about the NBA. <laughs> a fun fact about those bad boy Pistons, though, um, that you yeah. might not know, is that Bill Lambeer was one of the dirtiest uh, guys on that team. And he is now uh, a sort of revered WNBA coach. Uh, oh, like wow. He's, he's sort of become like, uh, yeah, he kind of changed his, I don't know if he changed it all, really, but it's image-wise, it's like he went from being this guy who was kind of a villain to now he's a very well-respected uh, women's basketball coach. Oh. Uh, hey, speaking of basketball, I don't know if you guys, uh, I'm getting distracted every now and then out of this corner, like this way. Mm-hmm. My neighbor, I don't know, they don't have a basketball hoop, but whoever's over there is throwing the basketball in the air. <laughs> so I, uh, every now and then I just see a basketball go up and come back. Down. So I, it, it, and every time it happens, I think a bomb is coming into my window. Like it scares the hell out of me. Like, what's that? Okay, just the basketball. Just the same thing it was the other 95 times, Jim. You're going to be fine. <laughs> But, you know, that's just a future star out there practicing, spending the whole summer without the just doesn't even not a moment without the basketball in their hands, much like a young Michael Jordan oh, between up. the summer shut of it. his sophomore <laughs> and junior year. <laughs> Playing against his older brother, who always got yes. all the love from his father because yes, he was handy Larry with was the tools. one that was going to be in the NBA. Yeah. Oh, if I, it wasn't for Larry, we wouldn't have Jordan like we had him. It's true. Larry. And, really all Larry. And Michael's dad, who for some reason made Michael Jordan feel bad about himself for not being able to use a <laughs> screwdriver or something. Yeah, that was <laughs> so a weird, weird. moment. <laughs> I think we all uh, like we he got to go to basketball because of that moment, too. Yeah. Like, thank God he didn't care he like, about carburetors. He would, do, he would just like straight up be like, stay in a house with your mother. You don't know what you're doing over here. Like, <laughs> no. it, 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 it horrible. But and it was a different time. His father and then he brought his father. Oh, it was so he sweet. Went. Yeah. He went. He went to Atlantic City with his father and uh, got in some trouble with the media for it. Oh yeah, he stayed up past like eleven p.m. and people were like, "He's up. Oh, he's losing it all." Yeah. Does that come up in the documentary, you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, Garrett Cockrell's down there. He's taking time away from jerking it to that Rob Lowe poster behind him. uh garrett you find him pretty right i mean i find him pretty you have to i, I don't oh, know what your type uh, is uh, he's uh, indescribable 
breathtaking. <laughs> he's, he's beautiful. Yeah. I, I just did his demonic. podcast, and he, um, he even on Zoom, like he looked like he had a ring light on him, and he didn't. He was like in a basement. <laughs> oh man, it was. In, he's he's. I did the roast of Roblo, and I didn't know anything about Roblo. And then I really was up there, and that was the first time I had looked at him, and I just had to be like, God damn, you're hot. Like it. I was I couldn't help it. It was like a visceral reaction to how good looking he is. It, uh, it's a good how, pick. How do you not? Right. I mean, he's just, you know, I, Nick, I've told this before. When he came on Conan once, he was wearing what can only be described as an old lady shawl sweater. <laughs> and it worked. And everyone went and bought one the next day. And yeah. it was like, look at him. He's wearing an old lady sweater. God damn it. He's great in that. <laughs> <laughs> It, it draped on him beautifully. It's yes. like, oh my God, it was fantastic. The great Rob Lowe. He's got those kids of his. They like the spooky stuff. What? Um, <laughs> what? Uh, remember they did that uh, reality show where they went to uh, ghost uh, houses or something? Right. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh. I like uh, that show. What is his podcast about? What does Rob Lowe talk about? Yeah, let's not, um, let's not you skip know, over that Just weirdness. about the things on the sheet. What? Like <laughs> <laughs> the... What is I know, we just had a good conversation about just whatever he wanted to talk about and it, he just came up and we talked about the ro like we talked about the roast we talked about his career my career just shooting the shit with rob Lowe. i don't think that's what it's called but should have been yeah let's uh, let me follow up why does rob Lowe have a podcast yeah because uh, that's the bigger of all the questions he's that bored I like the today. rest of us yeah, he's bored. Exactly. Right? Well, there's people that have been around for me before that. Uh, you don't need the content. There's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying he has a bad voice, but when you've got a face like that, a podcast is the last fucking thing you should be wasting That's your really time with. That's a good point. Right? Do a, make a YouTube channel, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> or Jimmy, he just, just wants to be taken seriously. What are you talking Stop about? It. This late in the game? You can't. Take your shirt off. <laughs> he, he wrote his own book though he was talking about writing a book he was talking about his book because i'm trying to write a book right now and i'm just like this ain't gonna happen i just am not cut out for a book and he was like you gotta do it you have to do it all you do is you just write it and you just do it and I was, like he really just said his mind he didn't use an editor he just wrote a book and it's like I'm, uh, apparently a best-selling it's probably pretty good have you guys ever thought about writing a book or tried to write a book? Every I've been trying to write one for the last two and a half years, and uh, I've written two. Really? Yeah, yeah Garen's uh, he's uh, won some awards uh, for writing books. Uh, Garen, really? I, I mean, and I can't even. I'm so in awe of anyone who can write a book. I truly think that's like <laughs> speaking another language or some kind of skill that I'm like, you're a, a, a musical virtuoso or something. Because Jimmy isn't writing a. I mean. It's the hardest thing I've ever attempted to do. It's uh, the, uh, the stories that I tell that are very, very funny are okay in print. That's yeah, what I like yeah. when you read the story, you go, oh, okay. But if I tell you the story, you'll have tears in your eyes. Like it's a right. great story. But once you put it down to paper, like it's like, oh, all right, well, great. So well, Jimmy, yours would sell gangbusters as in, in the audio book then, if that's the way it works. If that, it's the, if uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you should get an audiobook deal. Uh, mine's short story, so you know, it, if you want advice, which you're not asking for, but if you break it down that to. way, just just tell a story, and each chapter could just be a different story, and that will probably help you propel to finishing. Do you want, do you, Garen? I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with your work. Do you write fiction or nonfiction? It's horror stories, basically horror oh. stuff. So, so nonfiction. Nice. <laughs> Nonfiction. It's all true. <laughs> Rob Lowe loves That's it. That's why Rob Lowe loves it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Garen, what else is happening over there? You watch any movies over the weekend? Uh, what are you doing? I, 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 I watched. I stopped by your uh, house on uh, Friday. I brought yeah. uh, uh, outside. I didn't go in, of course, uh, just uh, outside and uh, immediately said hello and goodbye. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, what besides that one minute of your life? What did you do over the weekend? I watched the lovebirds. Oh, the Kamel Nanjiani. Yes. I'm it? hearing very mixed reviews, Garen. Uh, he's great. Issa Rae is great. The movie's fine. It's fun. It's, you know, it's mindless, entertaining. It's a good uh, thing this is on a watch. This is going to sound offensive. Uh, Issa Rae was uh, named by Jar Jar Binks. Is that, uh, is that accurate? <laughs> <laughs> Issa Rae? Yeah. Issa Rae going to star in a movie? <laughs> Jimmy, that's so funny. (laughs) Well, thank you, Nikki. Put that in the book. (laughs) No, that should be in your book. You're the one who said it. God, you really don't understand books at all. I'm telling you, if I write it in a book, it's gonna uh, nothing's gonna happen. (laughs) It's gonna go. Oh, look at that! Look at this guy being racist. That's how it's gonna read. Have you guys? Speaking of just like kind of easy comedies, um, I know that I'm a couple of weeks behind, but have you seen The Wrong Missy, David Spade's? new thing never even heard of it what is oh it i recommend it. it's david spade and lauren lapkus has she been on the show yes uh-huh yeah she's breakout star in this new movie it's a Sa- you know a sandler um production nick swartzen's in it oh the is wrong he? missy on netflix uh it's on netflix. yeah jimmy have you not turned netflix on in the last two weeks because you cannot escape it if you turn netflix on i don't know if we have we've uh it's good oh is it maybe a- it's got some really, really funny moments. And Lauren Lapkus is f- just a breakout star. Like, you're like, oh, okay. She's very um, Jim Carrey-esque. Like, this is her oh. Ace Ventura. Oh, that's fun. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's how great. it feels. I mean, she, it, it's, she's just wild in it and, and just is, she's awesome. But the whole thing is, has, it's, it has great moments. I mean, it's outlandish and has moments where you're like, what's going on? Because it's Sandler. But in the end, it's, it's good. Yeah, in the trailer, she falls off a cliff, and I'm like, Jesus Yeah, that Christ. was like, that was the exactly fuck is the this movie. It was like a cartoon. It was like watching Wile E. Coyote. <laughs> yes, there's a lot like that. She literally falls like yeah, 800 feet from a cliff onto sand, and then it's just like, Ugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then just dusts off her dress. <laughs> so yeah, that's a fun romp. All right, I'm, I wrote it down. I put it down on paper. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Um, Garen, uh, you heard the question. My son took time out of uh, whatever he's doing in the other room to read it to you. Very kind of him. Uh, <laughs> what game makes uh, makes up eighty five percent of the casino's revenue on average? Uh, I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk through this really quickly, like like modern day uh, game shows. All uh, right. I have chosen between two specific ones. I wanted something that got the most bets and the least payout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, which is why I didn't go with like a blackjack. I went with roulette. Roulette. Huh? Spin that wheel, red or black, or pick the your most own bets. Double zero. Green. The least payout. I think. Uh, so you went with roulette. Roulette. Um, all right. Well, I wish you a lot of luck. You two are gambling here. Maybe this. Maybe you'll get eighty-five percent of this money. Maybe that's how that's going. <laughs> All right. Good. Jimmy. My, my screen's not frozen. I've just lost interest in my own voice. 
just was so unhappy with that joke. Although in print, that one works. Believe it or not, in print, yes. that one works. Jimmy, you got to type it out. That's the, that's the one that's going to work, guys. Just, yeah, save up those um, ones. Just every time you have a clunker, write it down. Be like, this is for the book. <laughs> yeah, but that's, the, that's for the book. For the book. <laughs> the, the Jimmy Pardo's book of clunkers. I can pitch that. <laughs> yeah, that's, we, actually, that's not a bad idea. Don't though. say these out loud. They will not work. <laughs> they will not work. They will. You will get stared at and ignored. <laughs> Yeah, but Jimmy, that's uh, that goes against uh, us trying to sell a book. The optics don't work. Go fuck yourself. Did, uh, yes, did Jimmy ice himself? I did. Oh, boy. He did. Oh. Then this song won't really make sense, but I feel like I have to play it anyway, right? Um, All right. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll play this one. We haven't heard it in a while. What happened? I don't know. I... The problem with is both of our icing songs refer to the fact that you're the one doing the icing. So, uh, yeah. but but yeah. I guess you, it's very rare that I get ice. You were doing, you were rare. also doing the icing, but it doesn't make sense. Uh, let's just play the other one just in case it works a little that better. Was a joke. <laughs> I don't get it. Check out the walls and remember who the boss is. I think that first one is uh, could be a little longer. Yeah, <laughs> the Paul McCartney there's one. I think we can lot really expand up on that. that a little bit. Yeah. Good Lord, yeah. that just went on and on. It's still great. I think everybody sent something in. I really enjoyed the bridge, the second bridge of that one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's uh, they're now playing that on uh, AOR stations, Jimmy. So. Oh, 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 good for that guy. Good yeah. for him getting a couple of bucks uh, and very little money. You know, the artist doesn't make a lot of money in music. We heard it on my whole fucking life. Um, <laughs> we got to take another break. Let's take another break. Nikki Glazer is here. She's taking time away from enjoying a hoagie with her family. Um, when we come back, we'll go around the horn. We'll get the, we've already got Garens. He went with roulette. We're going to get Elliot's. We're going to get Matt's. We're going to get Nikki's. We're going to get mine. Will somebody win the money? We'll find out right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Nikki Glazer is on Twitter and Instagram at Nikki Glazer. She has, uh, I think, three specials on Netflix if you want to watch her do stand up, including the most recent one, Bangin'. Uh, check out Bangin' on Netflix. And uh, I think her podcast, uh, though she's not doing it anymore, You Up is sh- uh, should still be available, at least in uh, any podcast um, environment that you use to download podcasts. So check out Nikki Glazer wherever you find her. Uh, Never Not Funny is on Twitter at Never Not Funny. Jimmy's at Jimmy Pardo. Elliot is at Elliot Hochberg. Garen is at My Name is Garen. And uh, you can also follow us, like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Never Not Funny. And watch clips of the show, plus Jimmy's Records and Tapes, the spinoff series on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash Never Not Funny. Enjoy. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. 
Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you don't have that kind of time. You got crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's gone. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why he needs an assistant. Uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak of Factor. <laughs> I'm going from... And I appreciate uh, it. I'm more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They've got the Calorie Smart Protein Plus... Uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning. I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, got, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get you know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah. Treat yourself. You you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah. I, I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the uh, what is it the. Uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I've not, I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before, like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones. And I find that that's great with, uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla and you, you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation or some uh, sweet potato chips and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Mm. Uh, that's just, I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their, what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O 50 and use code Pardo50 to get 50% off. Factor! That's a good meal. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2613. Nikki Glazer is uh, here. She's uh, at St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, we're grateful she's taking time away from her very busy schedule, hanging out with Rob Lowe via Zoom. Uh, <laughs> she's slumming it with us and our and our, our our average our average you, looking faces <laughs> oh my, yeah i mean that's it that it, that's the only i'm so happy to be here is all that i'll say to that is i was very excited i'm a fan of the show i have been for a while i was listening to an episode i've fallen off i don't listen to comedy podcasts anymore i'm just gonna be honest with you but you guys were like my constant companions in from 2007 to like 2009 I would say, and it had nothing to do with you that I left the show or like stopped listening, but it was just, 
I just like listening again today to a recent episode. I was like, oh my God, it's like I'm hanging out with old friends again and the rhythm is still the same. And I just, I, it's still so great. And I'm, I'm back on board and it's so, it's so nice to be here. Nikki, it's great to have you. Now, I know the dates don't make sense, but did we lose you because of all of our Trump bashing? That seems to be a trend. Is, is oh, that, my God. Really? No, you would have gotten me back. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm glad you went in on that. I'm, it's it's hard not to. Good for you. Well, uh, well but you, you, you know, Republicans buy Nikes, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that is a Jordan <laughs> quote. For anyone not keeping track, that is the 17th reference to the last dance. <laughs> relates to the last dance um yeah the uh all right nikki glazer's here she's taking time away from watching uh the (laughs) episode of the jordan documentary uh nikki didn't know anything about basketball or movies or people until she started watching that documentary now can uh, claims to be an expert on all those things yes uh all right let me check in with the cinnamon stick there he's over there at video village that is elliot hokeberg hi elliot hello uh, how are things going in Palms, Elliot? Everything all right in Palms, California? Palms is going all right. I thought I would mention that uh, uh, my sister, who has who has four children, uh, one of her uh, daughters uh, is a aspiring artist, and I yes. have been uh, trading texts with her to help her uh, to help her with her with her with her art. She's she's drawing a lot of anime cat people for some reason. Hmm. Uh, she's she's twelve, and right. uh, she likes anime cats. Uh, but uh, but are she gonna, seems. Are, are you going to show us one of these? Or are you going to? Uh, um, I don't think I, I. I'm I'm not going to because I feel like it's her art and and I haven't asked her to show. But you brought it up. <laughs> I know, but I just I, it's kind of it's it's interesting because my sister has lived in like Alaska and Hawaii and now Florida and I haven't really uh, gotten to know her kids mm-hmm. at all. Uh, and you know it, it's 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 neat for me that I get That's to so have this cute. connection. Yeah. Yeah, and what do you do? You, do you help her with them? Do you suggest things, or do you draw your own anime cats back? Like, what's the so what what uh, what Daisy is her name? What Daisy has been asking for is sort of some guidance because um, my sister has done some some drawing when she was in school, but she doesn't really do it anymore. And mm-hmm. so, and, and I think probably she's like, hey, you know, it'd be good for your your uncle to kind of connect with you as well. So she's actually asking me for like for one of a better word, tutelage, um, and. Uh, and so, you know, she's been doing a drawing and I say, well, here, here's, here's a sample thing. Like, for example, when I was a kid, I had a book called uh, uh, Drawing Cartoons the Marvel Way. Oh, yeah. Where they go through and they show you how to, how to do all the, the comic book characters and yeah. everything like that. So I found a PDF of that and I sent her that so she could look and see, like, proportions and um, how to do sketches. Because she she's, she's actually got pretty good, a pretty good eye for, for body shapes. But you have to practice like the cylinder of the chest or the biceps yeah. or whatever like that. And, and I think she's, she seems to be enjoying it. So, cause she's been, she's been, you know, I've been giving her exercises and she's been doing them and showing them to me. And I think it's pretty cool. I think uh, the headline Elliot, here is yeah, you've been on the show 10 years and I've never once heard you say that you draw. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. I was wondering, is that just he's, like known he's about guy, you? He's that guy that's he's a jack of all trades. He, he, if you ask him anything, oh yeah, I know how to do uh, uh, a little bit of something anyway. Yeah, I had no example. Those are my improv skills. <laughs> I baked some bread last week. What do you want from me? I want you not to tell me that. Uh, <laughs> so we, we've all got something going on. Uh, Elliot, you're obviously more in tune with this. I don't follow uh, your lingo and stuff. A PDF is that a public display of fucking? Is that what a PDF is for? <laughs> I did not. I did not share anything like that with my uh, 12 year old. Right. Well, niece. you said PDF. I don't know what uh, kind of language you're using with her. No, uh, it's a it's a portable uh, portable document format. 
Is uh-huh. that right? Oh, so it wasn't the joke thing I said then? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Gotta, I want to make sure. It's right, d- developed that. by Adobe uh-huh. in the 90s, Jimmy. It's, yeah. a, uh, it's a widely used oh. file format for a Oh, hey, Look, guys, I, have, documents. I just thought of it as purity organic. I just. Ah, yes. Oh, wow. Thank you. Purity Nicely organic done. juice. I just, I just thought of it. That so you were on to something, Matt, when you were like, it's simply like there was a. Yeah. yeah. We, yeah was that job, off air? Might have been off air. We were talking about. We were trying to remember the, yeah, the yeah, first juice. Thing. Oh, it was off air. My apologies uh, yeah. for acting as if. Uh, hey, that's how it is off the air, man. You just never know if we're on or off. We're just so comfortable here. <laughs> um, He's this guys. Just want to tell you, Jimmy is the same off air as he is on. <laughs> oh, gee, I hope not. I'm an asshole on this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to agree with Nikki, Jimmy. I'm, you, I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> oh, dare you. Uh, Nikki, I see that you got some posters behind you. You got the tour dates on those? Uh, when can we expect oh to see Oh, my it? God. Who knows? You know, everything's pushed till the fall. But oh, is that going to happen? I don't know. A lot's rescheduled. A lot isn't. But I don't know. When do you think we're going to be back out? Nikki, I actually have two dates coming up in July. And I want mm-hmm. the clubs to contact me to cancel those because I don't want to be the guy that cancels them. But there's no way I'm getting on a plane in July. There's no, no way. way. There's Mm-mm. no way. So, um yeah, I think I, that's what I do, Jimmy. I just wait for the club to do it first uh, or yeah, the theater to do it. Um, but I don't yeah, I'm not going. Guy. I, don't I know. Be, don't you know. feel like uh, like maybe we have to wait to see what happens in the fall since they keep talking about that second spike to see whether that actually happens or not? And then if we don't have a second spike, then maybe maybe things are good and we can we can kind of do some things. And if we do, maybe we'll know more. I agree with that, but that's not July. That's when nope. these dates are. But but yeah. if I don't, here's the thing. I also feel like if I if those two dates don't happen, and again, they're not going. I don't really think they're going to happen. Mm. Uh, it will be one year since I did stand up comedy, and that's wow. going to be bizarre. Like wow. If 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 you don't do anything for all of I, uh, February first was the last time I was on stage, mm-hmm. and so if there is that second wave that you spoke of, Elliot, and if that happens, then I'm not going to. None of us are going to book the fall or the winter. And then you're booked into next year. And then that, that's one year. And that's, I haven't gone one year since before I started stand-up. Oh like, my that's God, crazy. Jimmy. Yeah. Um, we're all bad right now at stand-up. Which right? feels, that's the thing that feels good about it is that everyone's equally, like, we're all mm. getting, we're all out of shape. I mean, yeah. there's just no way anyone's going to come out of this a better comedian. <laughs> um, um, which, yeah. But I, I've been I, doing, have you been, did, have you done any Zoom shows? Uh, well, oh, yeah, just never not funny st- stuff, not the stand up. Yeah, stand up. No, no, man. It's it. Let me just tell you, you it does feel good. You Ben Glebe has like a comedy club now that he does with another guy and they right. do make it work. So you're you stand. You don't really want to stand, but they're like, just stand. It'll feel and it does feel good because you get the laughs. They're delayed two seconds. So it feels excruciating to wait that two seconds <laughs> right. over and over like you don't get used to it felt like i started i thought it felt doing 10 minutes was like what do i even talk about it was like i was so nervous like i was the first time which made me kind of feel like good again about like stand-up's just so you just show up and do it now and this gave the new kind of energy to it but if that's the future of stand-up i'm not doing it anymore i mean like this is t- only temporary it's not good enough it's no. got to be temporary i'm with you it, it, i'm that not not be I'm just trying to maybe work on some bits that I take around to podcasts and interviews, but that's all I'm doing it for. And to, you know, challenge myself, but it is not the same. Cause then you, you leave, you just are like, thank you. And then you just leave the meeting and you're alone in your dad's right. home office. <laughs> and you just like walk barefoot to the kitchen and like get some coffee and hang out with your parents. Like yeah. it's, it's just not, 
It's not what we we did this for. What Nick, if you say that you're oh, good? I was gonna say, what if your parents sat w- and watched you off camera? Oh, they just, did the other night. Oh no, it <laughs> was weird. Yeah, because I just I have uh, that's all I joke about is like living with them, and so yeah. the other night they like overheard it, and um, it actually was nice because I got to be. That's what I do with my standup is just say what I really want to say, but then once. When you say it like a joke, no one can get mad at you. So I think I got a lot off my chest that they, oh. I'm, I think I was glad they overheard. Because my dad was nicer to me when I put on makeup one day and that felt bad. <laughs> oh, that's weird. <laughs> it was like, he was, it wasn't like he was, he was just like, you look really pretty. And like, was just like, and I was just like, it made me kind of realize like, oh fuck, this kind of helps even in, indoors to like wow. throw on a face. I know. Oh, I don't like it. Get out of there. Get out of that and house. Thank you, Jimmy. Get out of that house. I don't like that. It sounds like that guy's a dickhead. Get out of that house. No, he's so nice. No, I just, horrible. He's he was just a little asshole. bit nice. I know, right? I that's but uh yeah, that's oh, I'm getting a lot off my chest, but you're you're absolutely right. Like I need to to get out of here. As nice as it's been, I'm very grateful, but I don't know what the next step is, but I I can't be living at home with my parents. Not you know it. though, you never think you're going to live at home again. I honestly I pitched a show a year ago that I'm now writing for Quibi. You guys know about Quibi, right? Mm-hmm. right okay so i'm writing this show right now and the premise of the show that i sold a year ago was that i get canceled i'm like on the brink of getting my own late night talk show and i get canceled and i have to move back home to st louis to live with my mom and dad and i am now having to write that show and it is hell because i'm <laughs> writing the thing that could never have happened well write the uh, that thing about the makeup that uh, yeah that's good you're right I, I'm that's living eight it. minutes on Quibi you're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're so right halfway done it, oh uh, god Nikki when you say that you're working out bits to bring to podcasts and stuff it, uh, was that your famous Jordan documentary chunk that we heard earlier <laughs> a lot went into the, the knowledge that I've bestowed upon this podcast I've had to watch each of those episodes twice uh, to really retain all the information I have been watching them I've been doubling up so I can get every little morsel so well, here, yeah I've I'm prepared gonna, for today I'm gonna give you a quick quiz then because I'm I, I'm kind Woo! of fascinated by this detail or not I just I just stuck in my head in a way do you remember what Michael Jordan's vanity plate was in 1993? I believe. I think I, I do. I don't remember it because I know someone. I did. I just didn't notice it. Someone had made a comment to me about it. I think I was probably looking down at my phone when that happened. What was it? What was can, it? Can I guess? Yeah, Jimmy. Is it just air? No. A I R. Well, you may have had that at a different point in time, but the the episode where he's. It, it must have been 93 because it was, yeah, he was, he was driving to the arena with Ahmad Rashad and his red Range Rover. And he was complaining about how, uh, uh, he, just, he was just about, about like sort of the, the pressure or just everybody in his face all the Wanting time. Wanting him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the license plate was spelled out, not numerically, but spelled out to Trey. 23 number 23, 23. Uh, and, and uh, to me it's like a guy complaining about having too much attention driving right. through chicago with the license plate two tray yeah. in a, in a red, red yeah. rover i was like uh mm. there you could take a few steps to <laughs> 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 like also his, his gate on his house had a giant 23 on the gate oh really yeah i mean you mm. could obviously you you can't get through the gate if you're so he's like that was the address it was just a coincidence <laughs> oh maybe, maybe oh. what if it was <laughs> it was 23 best basketball player of all time <laughs> avenue <laughs> it's a long address it must be hard to. Yeah, it was just totally random yeah 
Uh, all right, Elliot, give me your thing here. Give me your uh, your answer yes. on the, the 85% uh, casino. All right, so I also had a similar thinking to Garen, but I, I, I just thought of the thing that you see the most of in casinos. I wrote no. slots. Slot machines. Yeah. Looks like yeah. you bet seven points as well. Oh, sorry. Yeah, hmm. I did. Well, I guess uh, fine. That, that doesn't ruin everybody's thing. No, it doesn't ruin anybody. We all got our bets in early. We all understand yeah. how the game works. We're all here. Yeah. We're all God's creatures, Elliot. Yeah. Um, hey, Matt, how are yeah. you? I'm good, thanks. Look good. Hair looks good. Uh, we had a nice time last night. We played uh, some uh, Jackbox with the families. Yeah. Uh, had nice. a nice time. And uh, Charlie uh, laughed like a crazy person. And I, I mean that in a complimentary. He had a great time. And that's... Uh, yeah, uh, it's always he also nice cri- he also cried like a crazy person because he didn't like losing. <laughs> you might not have been able to tell that, but uh, I did not. Be, you know what? I may have under- missed. I, I may not know the difference between crying and laughing. At this oh, point, maybe. So. You, but he was laughing, too, a lot. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he, he was upset because he was competitive like Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, doesn't like to lose. But um, <laughs> but yeah, that was fun. And uh, I feel like our it's, how old is he? He's eight. He just he just turned eight. And yeah. um, and my daughter's 11. She's turning 12 in September. Um, and like Oliver and Zoe are both like we played this game, Nikki, where uh, called Quiplash, where you get the setup of a joke and you have to write uh, the punchline. Yeah, Jimmy and I played that game. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's uh, hard. It is. But I'm I'm so it's- impressed by how good both zoe and charlie are i mean and zoe and nice. oliver not not charlie Char- charlie doesn't know what he's doing but, <laughs> yeah. but uh but but oliver and zoe wrote some like good really jokes. good jokes really yeah. funny good, oh that's yes. cool yeah. yes crazy like uh two times uh uh oliver beat me and with 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 a quiplash where he got all five and yeah. one, and he did it to Matt wow. too. Yep. And it's like, we're the fucking professionals. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> that game sucks when you're a professional comedian because you really got to bring it and you feel like such an idiot if you can't think of any. Like it's yeah. it's hard. It is. Nikki, it's I've cool said though to these guys, and I'll say it on the air now. I w- I don't know if I've ever been more stressed out in my life than we were doing that quiplash. <laughs> no. Night. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Jimmy. I wanted to talk about it too because I just did the Sklar's broadcast because they were um, also on our game with us and. I asked them, I go, guys, were you, did that stress you out so much? Like I lost hair after that game <laughs> and they were like, no, it was a gym with that. Yeah, it was so fun. It was a great time. And I was like, Not no, it wasn't. Not what I asked you. Right. I'm so, I, I was like, I'm going to ask Jimmy because I have a feeling he yeah. felt as <laughs> just the way I did. You're on there with Sean O'Connor, who's one of the best joke writers. Uh, best. Chase Mitchell, who's a great joke. Yes. You're on with these guys that they, they're, they're good comics, but they're great writers. And I'm a great comic and an okay writer and so i was in a panic no you're a great but i writer. won and i won you, the game because i'm won great the game it's you're you are a great writer that's the thing it's like you went in maybe thinking that you didn't um no you were the one that i was like god jimmy's here i don't want to look like an idiot in front of him and and it's just so hard not i really nothing has made me question my <laughs> sense of humor more than that game but i'll here's never the problem. do it again but this is how i comfort myself is like when you when they give you a setup you are automatically boxed in in a lot of ways as to what how funny or what you can really do with it like sure the, if the setup doesn't fit your sense of humor then you're kind of like well i that's a good point. Gonna do the best I can do with with what I'm being given here. 
Uh, but to, right. and, uh, this also may make you feel better to know that Jimmy lost to a child last night. So yeah, it, oh, it does. I, I came in last place last <laughs> wow. night in a round of quipline. I didn't remember not, that. I didn't do well. I mean, I didn't do uh, just okay. I, I mean, I came in last. I, I six. An eight-year-old beat me. <laughs> well, the thing that the thing that Charlie did, like Charlie had never played it, and he, he we were kind of like, I don't know if an eight-year-old can play this. And Oliver was just like, Hey, uh, I've played with people who like they just write the whatever the whatever the setup yeah. is, just repeat the thing in the end of the setup. And so Charlie just kept doing that, and he was getting oh, points right. doing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, like he wrote That's that thing fun. where it was like, How did the go- How did the ghosts in Pac-Man die? And he just wrote dying. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, <laughs> That's good. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, as a reminder, a couple of weeks ago, I wrote uh, the setup was uh, beer before liquor, and I wrote down kick him in the dicker, and so <laughs> felt very proud of it. You got a sweep on that one, right? I, uh, yes, of course. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. Was a, uh, that was a quick player. <laughs> uh, what was the thing? What was the joke that Oliver had that uh, that quip la- like, I couldn't remember the one that he swept you on or maybe me there there were two right yeah he swept uh, he swept three times last night um ah, two just against like the bulls in 19 <laughs> shut up oh my god shut up <laughs> i the only joke i could remember was the one that zoe wrote that i i'm seriously like that is maybe because i'm i'm her dad so it's like definitely biased but the the, the setup was um what would you do for a Klondike bar? And she wrote, eat a hundred cliff bars. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. That, that is, is great. Fucking that is so Jesus. Good. But Matt, uh, why don't you share this with, uh, with uh, the, uh, and this may be therapy down the line. Uh, the setup was, if you can go back to high, what would you tell your high school? If you can go back, what would you tell your high school self? So that, that's a setup. If you can go back, what would you tell your high school self? 11 year old Zoe Belknap wrote, what Matt? <laughs> um, I forget. The, was it just just kill yourself now? Uh, <laughs> kill yourself while you have the chance. Oh my! Oh, wow, God. that's dark. Yeah, she has a very dark that's sense of humor. Fantastic. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, hey, Nikki. To that point, uh, you know they've been doing that uh, charity uh, quiplash every week, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I I've not done it a second time. Have you done? No, it a time? I haven't been asked. Thank God. Uh, but no, I haven't. I, I don't think I would do it. I just turned down something. Oh, I just turned down a, a stand-up set that was first charity or something else. I just, I can't do any more charity th- things for a little bit. I need a little bit of break. But that quiplash, that, I would have to have writers or something to feel like <laughs> armed to go in again. I would like to do a fun family game, though. That seems less pressure. Family fun? It's fun. Uh, I can tell you it's not less pressure. I can tell you it's, uh, it's well, still it's there. it's so awkward when all the scores come out and then you see that yours like is the worst and yes! everyone just has to pretend like they don't <laughs> notice it. <laughs> and you like move on. It's it's brutal. It's It makes me uncomfortable. I'm like sweating just thinking about it and because my dad won't let us have AC on. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to put the air conditioning on? No, he's crazy about saving the planet. My dad is very into the planet and burning fossil fuels. And so, yeah, I we have to take short showers. I just grew up living in a house of like, don't leave lights on. And so I just have to sweat all day long. You would think your dad would like the air so that your makeup didn't run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Matt, give me your uh, your thing here. I had the same thought as Elliot. I just feel like if you go by floor space, I'm going slot machines. Um, slot machines. 
But I don't know. But my only hesitation was like, is that technically a game? I mean, yeah, uh, I wasn't sure either if that was considered a casino game, but I feel like it kind of has to be. Yeah. 85% of it. Nikki, do you have a guess on that? What's your answer? Yeah, I, I, I thought about a casino. I said, what is 85% of a casino made up of? Because they would definitely spend the most space on the thing that makes them the most. And I went with, um, I went with slot machines and I went specifically, if we needed a game, the sex in the city. Slot <laughs> you, think that, you think that's 85% of it? <laughs> yeah. It could be. Very, very, specific. very popular. Very specific. Um, I, uh, now I, I will tell you that Oliver uh, did say that he does not think this is his best question but I, I think it's a nice question that's, that's a, a good one question. i thought it was great yeah. uh, no matter what the answer is i think we'll uh so i where's my where did i write mine down oh it's right there i wrote down uh, and i had the same logic as everybody else i, I was between roulette and slot machines mm-hmm. and you won't be able to see it because it's green paper but i i went with <laughs> slot machines as well so uh if it's slot machines hey we're all gonna get what a buck and a quarter um <laughs> no the points oh uh, no it still goes by points oh it goes by points my apologies mm-hmm. yep. to everybody um, so here we go. Here's your answer. Uh, uh, hey, Oliver Griffin. <laughs> Quickly now, Father Naju. Oh, he just uh, did a Dick Van Dyke in the other room. He uh, <laughs> <laughs> tripped over the ottoman and what, won't you die. Do? You trip over. Won't <laughs> <laughs> <Or> die. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, you okay? What'd you do? Uh, the door did not open, so I ran into a door. You ran into a door. <laughs> Oh, right. oh. Uh, out of curiosity, was it Jimmy Dore? Was he out there waiting to go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on a second. Uh, all right, so here, I've not read the answer. Uh, so here, here's the guesses so far, Oliver. I'll bring you up to speed. Uh, here, take this, put this in your ear so you can hear it. Uh, 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 Garen decided was going between roulette and... Uh, sl- what was the other one, Garen? Was it slots? Craps. Craps. He was going between roulette and craps, and he went with roulette. Elliot went with uh, slots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt went with slots. Nikki went with slots. Jimmy Pardo, that's your father, went with slots. Uh, so we all think it's slots, with the exception of Garen, who thought it was roulette. So please reveal, sir, the answer, uh, if you would. It is slot machines. Okay. Hey. Yes. Woohoo. Then I have a little history I wrote down here. Uh, before 1984. Is he talking? We can't hear him. Yeah, oh, hello. Get, get okay. Uh, um, okay. It, so, yeah. Say, say again. It was slot machines. Um. And I have a little history here. Before 1984, the slots were considered a women's game <laughs> and were not a real uh, not a real casino game. They were like the water fountains of casino games, so they were just put in random halls and near elevators um, as to not take up room because uh, they didn't think they were a big deal. Um, they slowly started to increase, and the 85% happened in 2003. Because of its ease and luck, it was then regarded as a better game, and like the lottery, because it kind of, you just like pull it, so it was simple, and then it grew in, um... Um, popularity? popularity, yeah. And 2003 was just around the po- time when Sex and the City was really the Shut most up. popular. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's also around I the time. I think I hit it on the head. <laughs> and wasn't that around the time, Nikki, you would know this, that then Michael Jordan <laughs> retired from the Wizards, right? I, <laughs> uh, thank you, Oliver. I'm not at that episode yet. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, and 85% of basketball went away. <laughs> <laughs> that was right. a, your son is so adorable. That was so cute. I just learned so much. And what a great question. That really was impressive. Yeah. So I'm impressed by children today. That's the <laughs> name of this episode. Let's uh, that's, that's not call it that. That seems, uh, <laughs> seems like it might red flag the show. Impressed by children. <laughs>
Um, all right, so we got to reveal our points now, with the exception of Garen, who uh, is nope, out. That's, oh, yeah, that's right. And, and me, who was already revealed as yeah. well. Uh, I overthought it, guys. That's what happened. I just overthought. Mm. Is anyone, did anyone bet more than Elliot? You know what I bet? I bet seven. Exactly the same as Elliot. So did I. Oh, no. I Wait, bet Nikki. 15, boys. Yes. Good. That makes you the winner. Hey, Nikki yes. wins. All right. I like so, it. Uh, wait, how does Nikki? Yeah, Nikki wins. Okay. Because she bet the most, so she's got uh, the 40 points. Uh, congratula- congratulations, Nikki. You're the big winner here today I Never Not Funny. Woohoo! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so you're going to get $5. I'll Venmo that to you when we're back in the studio. I don't know. That's what, crazy. Why I have to wait till we're back in the studio to do that. But <laughs> you can do that whenever you want. I don't, well, I don't trust that I'm going to remember to take the five out of the tin to put in my pocket. And I so, could take uh, it out and put it on, on your chair. All right, and then I'll Venmo. Uh, Nikki, I see that you use Venmo. You're one of the people that does not, you don't hide your uh, your things on Venmo. I don't? Maybe. No, like <laughs> you, you'll Uh-oh. put something like, uh, like, you know, a pizza slice or whatever. You put like the little... No, I do everything private. If I don't do a private, it's only unintentional because I don't want anyone to know any of my spending. Oh, See, that's no. what made me worry about I, Venmo. I hate using I it. I only use Venmo for like things like drugs and therapy. I, <laughs> Maybe by drugs, really, you mean uh, pizza, right? Yeah, yes. Oh, actually, on, on, on Venmo, I did have to buy mushrooms, like actual mushrooms. Not, not Well, the actual mushrooms are the ones you eat in food. Okay. Uh, I bought a, a big box of these organic mushrooms when I was first in St. Louis. And on Venmo, I didn't know what to put. Because if you put mushrooms, people are just like just buying. And if you put like <laughs> mushrooms to eat, like you can't. Even more. Yeah. So I just put meth. That's so weird, Jimmy. I don't even want to know what it says that I've paid for. Well, this actually says you got paid. Uh, oh, yeah, that's better. By I don't want to say the person's name, oh, uh, but but really? somebody somebody. Uh, uh, Is it paid Anya? You. It's uh, yes. uh, uh, the uh, initials are GP. GP. Oh yeah, that was that's my assistant, and I only say that to say that I have an assistant. But that is um, yeah, that makes you sound like no, an asshole. no, that is. I don't know why she did that. I, I should be paying her, but yes. Okay, well that I guess you should be able to reject the, and not let them be public if you don't want to be on the receiving well, public right. end. You yes. know, uh, I agree. There's there's aren't there two different levels too? Because it's like there's the public public where anybody who knows your handle can see. But I think there might be a friends version, right. a friends level. Yeah. 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 Well, it just shows pictures of Chandler. Look at Garrett's take to a camera. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Look at that fun <laughs> face. <laughs> um, all right, Nikki, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. This is a joy. What a joy to see you and uh, spend <laughs> some too. time with you. And uh, hopefully when you're, uh, when this is all over, we get to see you in person again. I would love it. I am such a fan. This was so much fun. I'm in like, even when we went to break, I was like skipping down the hall. I was like, felt like I was hanging out with friends and you guys are just so funny. And I can't wait to start listening again. And you're holding it it down during this time. Seriously. Thank you. You are. uh, Well, thank you for being here and uh, thank you for those nice words as well. And uh, uh, all right, everybody else out there, stay safe. Um, You know, do what you got to do. Wear your mask. Don't be an asshole. Um, And uh, everything else will be taken care of in the plugs. So uh, great job today, everybody. Solid show. <laughs> uh, on behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, look at him down there. There's Garen Cockrell. 
uh, up there at Video Village, the Cinnamon Stick. That's Elliot Hopeberg, the Honcho, holding things down over there at HQ, NNFHQ. That's Matt Belknap, our great friend Nikki Glazer. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Stay safe. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC.